Hey there. Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits. Recording in progress. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, it's not motorcycles and people that have their shit together. Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits, coming to you from the Recycle Garage in sunny Santa Cruz, California. Another great weekend. Summer fell out. California. Cherries are popping. I mean, that sounded terrible. (laughs) Jesus, Jerry. I got cherry trees in my... Can we... We'll have to edit that out. I did not mean that at all. I have a cherry tree in my backyard, and they did a bunch of cherries this year for the first time. Jim. That was terrible. I should just leave. I seriously did not mean that. Okay. All right. Should we start over? No. I think we can do this. Are we ready now? I think we're ready to introduce who's here in the room. But I'm going to save the first for last. And the last for first. Well, actually, let's just go. We're going to go backwards. Yeah, let's go backwards. Joining me in the studio today is the lovely Douglas. I did stuff today. (laughs) You were the only one. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for doing something today. You're most welcome. <laughs> yeah. And drinking a Diet Coke, which makes him look skinnier. It's Mega <laughs> Jim. I think I'm starting to spin out like that squirrel in the movie a little bit. <laughs> anyway, I'll just keep my mouth more or less shut. Nice to be here. Uh, joining us for the third time. Third time. Yeah. 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 Rock on, everyone. Rock it's on. Sean Thomas. Rock on, my friends. Good to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. And then going around on the classy girl couch, joining us for the first time, it's Haley Thomas. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well done. <laughs> All right. Also on the classy girl couch, because you won't find her anywhere else, it's Miss Emma. Aloha, darlings. And I have a worth as original, courtesy of Jim. My pleasure to treat you to treats always. Oh, you Always are the treatiest. Yes. <laughs> you were always putting stuff in her mouth. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> God! You he's the one talking about popping cherries. I'm, I'm, just, I'm keeping my mouth I'm shut. I'm hard. Oh, boy. Cover your ears, Haley. Taxi! Mm-hmm. Butterworth Originals. That's mm-hmm. all we're saying here. Of course, running the board tonight is... Or the board's running me. Stumpy John. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum, babies. Oh. No. That's a little teaser. Yeah. Yeah, getting excited. Hey, everyone, this is Liza. And uh, on my right today, it's the lovely Louise. Well, hello. I actually did stuff today, too. I raised money for men's prostate. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you you very much. Thank you for that. I was was here for all of you. Most of you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Uh, My prostate thanks you. Yeah. Yeah. All two of them. (laughs) (laughs) And joining us. In live, in the flesh, it's Zach. Hello, I exist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He does we miss that. And then, of course, we cannot forget everyone's favorite scooterist. It's Bagel. Scooting ain't easy, but it's necessary. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when the dog goes across the carpet on its butt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, struggling I'm scooting. <laughs> to figure out that analogy, Jim. <laughs> Bagel, I'll, ha- kind of I'll have you know, we had a, a young gentleman show up at the garage today, and he said, is this a recycle garage? I was, I was told to come here. I just 
took the MSF class for, and my instructor Micah told me to come here. I'm like, nice. yeah, come on in. Where's where's your bike? He goes, it's out on the street. I said, well, why don't you bring it over so we can judge you? And he said, <laughs> he said, oh, well, it's just a scooter. So, you know, and I went, scooters are awesome. Bring it on in. And nice. he was like beaming, just like awesome. And he cool. brought in a Buddy 125 in mm. minty green. Yeah, beautiful oh, color. It was nice. very great minty bike. green. Yeah, Lovely little machine. And he was very nice. proud of it. Very cool. And he was choosing out some gear because uh, he, of course, came here with no gear. Um, and he picked the very high vis jacket. And I said, good choice. Good that was heated too, right? Good choice. Well, it kind of matches the scooter too. You guys. I, <laughs> no, I think it's illuminated. Hold on. I'm like gloves? looking at no. I was looking at this jacket. I'm like, it had a little pocket on the on the right. sleeve on the cuff with a apparatus in there. It looked oh, like a little iPod or something. Yeah, I saw yeah, that too. Was, what was it? And I, I was, was like, wondering what I was that like, was. wait, what is that? And I pull it out. And it's connected to wires and it has controls, and Ooh. it looks like it's an illuminated jacket. And was this it, is the this control donated? for it. Was it, right. donated wow. it was a donated jacket. Yeah. Cool. I've never seen this and before. There was a battery test button, and I pressed it. And you could just see the battery had charge in it. So I think it if if we were here at night, we'd see it illuminate. Didn't we talk one time about like almost artificial intelligence built into motorcycle fabric? So when you did things, your jacket would oh, glow, yeah, like yeah, yeah. point yeah. or whatever that kind of mm. thing. That'd be fun. Yeah, right. Yeah, why not? So yeah, so there oh, you go, Bagel. Cool. We had store. we had a happy scooterist who was just stoked to show up to a bunch of like big bikes and be like, "Hey, that's cool, buddy." <laughs> So, yeah, for those in the room who don't know, Bagel is our hardcore scooterist. He will outride most bikers, distance, speed, you name it. Well, I can yeah. attest awesome. for sure. Yes. Exactly. On a stuff. Vespa. Nice. Yep. In a skirt. Hey, he's yes. frozen again. Oh, he's frozen. Exactly. Bagel, we should have a decent a breakfast. <laughs> um, hey, we need to give a big shout out to one of our own, Cat. And oh. Justin, mm-hmm. yes, who got what married last night? Yes, yes, yeah, sure did. A bunch of us went to the wedding, and yeah. shockingly, we were some of the better dressed guests at the wedding. Wow. <laughs> I find that shocking. I could see that being a thing. No, we, yeah, <laughs> there were real cowboys there with like well, hats and boots we, and everything. It was cowboy it was cool. country. It was cool. It was the, it was great because it was such a slice of California culture. There was the cowboy table. Mm-hmm. There was the Hispanic table. There was the Poshos table. It was the Misfit table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. And everyone had such a good time. So yeah. congratulations, Kat. Congratulations, Justin. Uh, yep. Yeah. Congratulations, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have another wedding coming up in two weeks, uh, Charlie and Micah. So that'll be mm-hmm. a big deal. We were sitting there at the wedding having a great time, and Mike and Marie were there, and Zach and Doug, everyone. And I turned to knock as we we're looking around. I said, our kids are growing up. Yeah, yeah for real. Mean Megan's there with her two babies. <laughs> uh, she was great. Yeah. She was wrestling them the whole time. <sighs> yeah, I know. That was fun. That was a good so, time. So yeah, though. it's it's awesome for people who have like been coming here for years and started out here in the garage and then like grow up and be full functioning human and humans and bikers. It's pretty cool. So I'm going to get to grow up and be a full functioning human at one point or what? (laughs) (laughs) You're you're not not there. It's always a work in progress. (laughs) You're not there. Um, And hey, Louise, you want to give a quick ride report? So you did the DGR ride? Yeah, we uh, headed out with, uh, I think they said 195 riders in San Jose. So we were riding with the San Jose crowd. And uh, 
Let's see. Sean and I hooked up with our friend Amy, and we went out on some R18s with just a whole bunch of people. We we rode around, and we you know we did the parade wave, and like, hey guys, and it was great. There, my favorite thing was seeing all the little kids on the street, especially like all the little girls, like waving and smiling. It was really cool. And of course, you were on an R18. That is a big old bus. Yeah. it's a it's a real big bite. It's really fun when you start it and like you, you hit that button and it like shimmies back mm. and forth and you're like, oh, oh no, you get that right, torque reaction yeah. off the engine. But oh yeah. yeah, how did it do? I mean, low speed stuff, high speed stuff, no problem at all. <laughs> did you reach when you made a full lock turn? So that was the thing that I was laughing about. We went to do this like little teeny tiny U turn to get out of the parking lot, and I went to do a full bar lock turn. I'm like, oh my gosh, that that handlebar is really really far away. <laughs> <laughs> You know, for someone who's six foot four like Sean, it's a little bit easier reach. For someone who's a foot shorter than that, I'm like, ah, like I gotta reach all the way to Alaska for it. Right, (laughs) put your leg up there, put it with your foot. (laughs) And were they primarily vintage or vintage styled bikes, or were there modern bikes too? There, there was a pretty good mix of yeah yeah, of um, of bikes and of uh, apparel that people were wearing, but people got dressed Mm up. And I think what did they come in at about? Raising twenty thousand dollars just for the yeah. San Jose area. Wow, wow. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah. do they do that like in conjunction with the police for road closures, or do you just kind of go, or how do they do that? It's a lot of people. There was a little bit, and they have volunteers from the area. They had uh, the Triumph Riders of San Jose, and they had uh, the Christian Motorcycle Association. So, a bunch of people came together. They had ride leaders who would help uh, make sure that traffic flowed for us when it needed to, and then right. if okay. if things got separated, you know. Everybody meets back up. So. And, okay. and the whole Triumph thing. I mean, Triumph's really been with DGR from the start. They've yeah. kind of adopted it. And I know the Triumph Dealers yeah. and Riders Association and um, the Rat Guys. They yeah, Triumph kind of, is their big sponsor. So right. it started at the Triumph Dealership in uh, San Jose. So. Uh, Spirit. Spirit, Spirit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. It was a great time. That was really fun. It's really fun to see people out there. And they give awards at the end, of course, for the people who raise the most money. And then they also give awards for the people who are dressed the most dapper. Ooh, what award did you win? Oh, I won the award of like sitting there and watching everyone and clapping for them. (laughs) Yeah. Best cheerleader. Actually, I will say that the guy who won third place for uh, raising the most money uh, doesn't drink wine. And one of the gifts was a bottle of wine. So... I actually won a bottle of wine by default. So are a winner. Can we do a very quick bike report? Because I I yet to ride an R eighteen, and um, I'm not really sort of a cruiser kind of gal, but I do <laughs> like them. Can I can I ask you a question, Emma? Yes, a precursor to your question to to her. Yes, does this have anything to do with the Triumph? bobber and it looking cool but not riding as cool as it looks i'm not gonna go I'm there what I your just... expectations are for the bmw a big old barge uh-huh. mm. yeah so i i think that's sort of the um the feeling that a lot of people have looking at it and i will tell you that the first time i wrote it ooh, it was it was not a, a pleasant feeling for <laughs> <Right>. me um <laughs> uh in fact i was like oh look there's my bike it's well, about a quarter of a mile away can i just get off of this one now <laughs> but but once i made some adjustments to it and then i spent a little bit more time on it i found that like i actually enjoyed it and one of the things that happened i think the second time i was riding it we get out on the freeway and i was in um you know so the ride modes it have uh, mm-hmm. It has rain, and then it has um, rock and roll. 
Okay. So I'm like cruising along in I'm cruising along in in roll mode, right? And then I hit rock and I rolled on the throttle and it almost left me behind. I was like, oh, oh my gosh. (laughs) And I was like, that that actually kind of felt good. That was very much the cruiser feeling for Mm -hmm. me. But I enjoyed it. I'm not a cruiser person either. I'm a GS rider. Like oh, no, that's that's you know, what I was going to ask you, yeah. Louise. Your natural yeah. habitat is a GS. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I want to interject something real quick. Yeah. Louise, will you do me a favor? Yeah. Will you, If you ever meet the engineer or marketing person that came up with rock and roll, can you give them a <laughs> hug for me? I absolutely <laughs> will Thank do. you. That's coming up. Because <laughs> really I'm like, it really is. That's awesome. Yeah. And we, uh, we, we got to see the, the bike pretty early on and um and sit on it and we got to find out that it had rock and roll modes i thought they were joking when yeah. they said it and then when they came out i'm like oh yes they kept that that is badass the, i love it i remember the first one i saw was actually at the one show and i think it was mm. not 2019 it might even have been 2018 that yeah. i mm. saw this thing mm-hmm. as a pre-production i thought my god this is amazing and i thought it was a full custom bike and i realized it had been customized mm-hmm. but lightly it was one of the first things they did with that bike was they they sent a motor yeah off right. to different customizers originally that it was, was like, said, that it was like saw, five different customizers yeah, right, build the bike any way yeah. you want around this motor i'm pretty sure this one was kind of smoke red and black yeah it was yep. beautifully done yeah, the concept but i mean one, I it, it was. it's all about that engine i mean you've got 900 cc jugs on either side of it i think it's just it's the largest single cylinder yeah she's got big jugs on <laughs> largest twin yeah it's how many times have we used that <laughs> so uh, you know once you get used to it but like any cruiser it's it's all about kind of yeah you know a it, long I, way away so um I, I think if i actually got to spend more time on it it would become much more comfortable but even <clears throat> you know i think now i've ridden it four or five times and i it puts a little smile on my face and i okay. really do enjoy it and if i were riding it like uh, a lot of people ride a cruiser around town i would have a total blast on it. And, that's know, not really my style of riding, but I would totally. And have a I blast think on that's it. perhaps a thing that people get wrong about cruisers is a GS is a serious bike. You're going to do serious stuff on it. Yes, you're going to have fun on it, but it's a serious tool. I think if you approach the whole cruiser with a with a sense of humor about it, because they're that kind of bike. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cheers. Thank you for that ride report. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> well, I want to get to our main guest. The main today. attraction. The main attraction. So, for those of you who know Sean Thomas or have followed him, he's pretty visible in social media uh, for all things related to adventure riding, mm. um, training, GS trophy, uh, events. You see him all over the place. But he's also been pretty. Um, pretty open about his his children and sharing his love of motorcycles with them and now you didn't you didn't win the lottery you didn't get both of them fully on board but there's still chance for the (laughs) other one there's still chance for the boy we'll see but one of them you got hooked and we've watched your daughter Haley be on mini bikes riding with you but also going on adventures riding on the back which to me is a whole nother like merit badge you get <laughs> riding on the back in a, on an adventure i i don't know if any of us would do it no i think we're all like nope um but you've grown up going on adventures riding and being immersed in the motorcycle scene and you are now becoming your own rider 
So first of all, Haley, uh, how, tell everyone how old you are. At the moment, I am 15. 15. <laughs> and you can legally ride on the road now, can't you? Yeah. Yeah, I can. So watch out, everyone! Watch out! But on a permit, we were talking about this because when Haley first came down, she said, "Oh, I like it here. I want to hang out, but I've got to figure out how to do it because you're not allowed on freeways, and you're not allowed to ride at night, right? Right. Or with a passenger unless they're a licensed rider over twenty-five. I think. Wait a minute, so. She can take you on the back. She could take That's me out. Yeah. That is not going to happen. That, but it could that happen. seems very strange. Be <laughs> 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 um, a long wheelie. Yeah. I believe also you're not allowed to go over 120 miles an hour <laughs> in first gear, and you're not allowed to ride without a helmet. That is, She's uh, like, this is of, news to me. <laughs> <laughs> one of those um, is in the law and one of those must be fine print. Yeah. <laughs> so you're somebody who's kind of literally been born to this. So many of us wish that we could have. And not only have you been, uh, you know, blessed with the experience and the opportunities to go out, but you have also been getting the training and you got the gear and the bike. Perfect setup. So let's talk about what training you have done to get yourself to this point. So, I definitely have the experience. On, I have some time on my side, about 11 years of riding with my dad. And yeah. so, I had a basis of what I needed to know. Um, but I have gone up to the BMW Performance Center up in South Carolina. Yeah. And did a training there. Actually, did two trainings Two trainings, there. yeah. And um, I have gone to American Super Camp, yep. which was definitely an interesting experience. I was way out of... The range of what I used to do or what I what I've ever done. So let's go back. So the BMW training said mm-hmm. two different ones. So is one off road and one is uh, on track. So both of the trainings I did there were on the track. On the track, okay. At the performance center, both trainings. Yeah. yeah. And what were some of the things they were teaching you that you didn't know that you found was really helpful? A lot of the slow maneuvering. So when I had taken the total control course as my to get my permit, mm-hmm. we didn't we did some slow, um, we did enough slow, but we really honed in on it at the performance center, and that was not something I had been used to, and it was definitely a learning experience. Now I'm going to jump to Sean because the obvious thing would be you're there. I'm going to teach my daughter everything she needs to know about maneuvering. Handing that over to a training course with people that you may or may not know, was that a conscious decision that you wanted to make? Because I know you're a bit reluctant about it. And you're a certified trainer yourself. Right, so you could have done it. But was it a conscious decision to say, I want somebody else training Haley? Well, I I think, first of all, you know, I, I think everybody, there's generally, we kind of know not to learn from family right. when it comes to this is, stuff. Is this like the same medical code? Like yeah. as a doctor, you don't do surgery on your Yeah, your, your you get to learn all the what not, not to do. Yeah, yeah. Don't and do that at Thanksgiving. We just, you know, generally it's, there's a lot of um, subtleties that are, I think are lost when you're teaching somebody that it, that is family. And there's right. other subtleties that should be lost that are picked up on. Okay, and so as a consequence, it's I tread very carefully when it comes to tr- teaching anybody and family and close friends. Um, but Haley has picked up on it really well. So we've worked together for a long time. So now you know, she had to go take the total control class. It was it's a requirement for her to get her license. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, and in fact, when she went, I, I made a point of not going for oh, okay. for the first day because um, not because I didn't want to see or enjoy it. I really did. But I wanted Haley to let this be her segue into um, independence. Right. And she had. Uh, and I was going to say, so now I'm going to jump to you, Haley. So you're doing the course and dad's not there. Are you like, oh, God, I wish he was there? Or are you breathing a sigh of relief? Um, I think the biggest thing for me was having to socialize on my own. (laughs) (laughs) That's something I kind of do through him. Right. And so having to actually talk to the people in my group was something I needed to work on. And I got to work on that. But Okay. Yeah. We had an interesting talk the night before her first class. You know, I said, Haley, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm a little worried about this class that you're going to take. And she goes, yeah, I'm really worried too. I go, okay, well, why are you worried? She goes, well, I'm worried that I'm going to, um, you know, I'm not going to do well and then I'm going to struggle and that, you know, I'm not going to pass. And, and I, I said, okay, well, I understand that. And uh, I think time will tell that you'll be okay. I said, my worry is that you are going to feel like because I am who I am, that you have to perform in some way that is exceptional and you don't right go and ride and and you ride you do well you ride you don't do well it's all good like we're gonna sort it out and uh, i didn't want that pressure that i never wanted any of my kids to ever feel any pressure that they had to pursue this in any way beyond their interest if you're interested do it if you decide you don't like it it's all good with me right try it if you want so watching her go in the class and then and i didn't want to be gone you know i'm gonna leave and and she and when i came to pick her up she's like dad where were you i wanted you to see i did all this cool stuff and i go well i kind of wanted to give you your space she's like screw that man come and watch is this true Haley? (laughs) it it is (laughs) right so day two now you're on the sidelines and you're doing day two of the course yes yes how was it it was a change from the first time, but I think both days went really well. No. What, what's the course entail? What do you guys? What do you do? I'm not familiar with it. Um, so the total control course is the basis. You is the basis course that you have to take in order to get your permit. Okay. And so they teach a lot of street skills like emergency braking, maneuvering, um, how to take corners and turns, how to take corners at slow speeds. And a lot of the stuff that you would need when you're on the street. Okay. And it's, un- it's important, I think, to note, too, that you can show up at this course with nothing. Right. You can have no gear. Um, you need basically to be Haley's age, uh, 15 and a half, and a credit card. Yeah. And, and they'll suit you up and put you on a bike. So, Haley, um, you're not a particular, you're not a large person. You're 15 years old, so your body's still growing. What were you riding on this course? What did they have you ride? I was on a Honda Grom. <laughs> okay. So so wait, no wait, oh, you're talking at total control. So cool. You're talking at total control? So no awesome. problem okay. pushing yeah. a Honda Grom around. Okay. But then when you were at the BMW Academy? Um, at the Performance Center, I was yeah. on a 310R, okay. which is the same bike that I have. So I would be able to it would be easier for me to carry what i learned there Mm -hmm. over to where i am now when you did this course they obviously teach you the mechanics of how to actually push the bike around and use your your own body and your body english to actually kind of maneuver it around at lower speed right at the total control or the well kind of both 
because you're starting from scratch at total control. Yeah. So you need to know how to actually physically push the thing around. And But what about on the larger bike? I'm, I'm really, really interested to see the first time you got on a 310. So cast your mind back to then. Oh. So now you're on a proper <laughs> motorbike. You're not on, I'm going to alienate all this. There's no right groms. You're not on a mini bike. This is a proper sized bike. How was it? Just swinging a leg over for the first time, thinking, "My God, this is a this is a real motorbike." So my first time getting on the 310 was actually the day before my total control course. <laughs> so, so that was a Christmas present. Yeah, I got to learn how to shift because right. I had been on the 50, which does not have a clutch, and I was really worried about that. But I, it was it went super smoothly. It was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. But I had gone from the 310 to the Grom and then back to the 310 after my total control training. And it took me a minute to figure out that the 310 was bigger than the Grom because I had spent more time on the Grom. But I think after some time, I was able to figure it out and it wasn't, it didn't really hinder me in any way. Great. I got a question for you. Learning to ride, I assume you're doing this for yourself, or are you doing it for your dad's approval? Ooh, oh, that is a, a that's a oh. heavy question. On the spot. You know, Haley, there's, there's no right or wrong answer here. I don't think there's a 15-year-old girl or a 15-year-old boy in the world who doesn't want to make their dad happy. Or their mom happy. There isn't there isn't anybody in the world who doesn't want that. So it's an okay answer to say yes, partly. But it's okay to say yes, I'm doing it all for myself as well. I think I was pretty undecided for a while. Mm -hmm. For a while, it's like, okay, I've been doing this for 11 years. And I want to continue that and see how it goes. And I was teetering for a long time i didn't really know and then once i actually started riding on the street with my permit i'm like oh this is for me now whatever ah, he has to say right, this yeah, is yeah, yeah, <laughs> so it might have been awesome. a little bit from column a a little bit from column b so and here's another uh, big question how, how much pressure does that put on you to succeed and 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 not fail do you, i mean you have to be thinking like you you have to impress your dad right you can't fail him you can't give up you're not allowed to say anything, Sean. I'm so bored. was that was that in your mind? Has that is that part of what you're doing? That pressure? It was definitely something that was in my head for a while. Do you think is there any way he disown you if you're looking at this? I'm gonna get me another bike if I mess this one up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> but, um, I think it actually. I just, I just because because that is that is an added pressure having somebody like your dad who's such a big part of motorcycling but also you guys have that special relationship it had to be added pressure and uh i mean how did you feel you did once you got through the classes um i feel like oh, i'm trying to think of an answer right now like the question keeps blanking on me and then coming back yeah. no it's hard um all right. Well, let me, let me, let me, hold on. No let me let me give right. let me give you an easier question. H how proud is your dad of you? You're not know. allowed to say anything, Sean. Oh, oh, that makes this difficult. How, on a scale of one to ten, how proud is he? 
Uh, well, he lets me make fun of him, so I I say that there's a <laughs> bit of pride in there. <laughs> when when you tip. say you make fun of him, how exactly do you do <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, because we we want to know because we want to know how to make fun of Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you know what? It's actually a segue to a game. I need you, John and Emma, pass that to her. Do not look at these cards because I have created a game. Oh, no. Am I looking at these cards? You can look at these cards. So they're, they're queued up. So you have the first one there, right? I do. So this is a game. This is a fun game. One of the things I love don't is, be scared, is, Haley. is that Sean shares these posts called texts from my teenage daughter. <laughs> oh, no. I'm amazed by how many cards there are in this deck. Liza right <laughs> <laughs> does not great. slouch on preparation. There's, there's like 10 of those posts. There's ten, yeah, there's 10 there's posts. A lot like of five there's a each. lot of them. Yeah. So this is really simple. What we're going to do is, and make sure no one else sees those cards. So, Haley, see how there's uh, one word there that is underlined? Yes. So, instead of saying that word, you're going to say blank. And I want you to read your statement. And we're going to go around the room taking turns. And I'm going to let different misfits see if they can guess what the missing word is. And I I just want to get... So, these are texts from you. Yes. Okay, very good. Okay, so do you understand? So, I want you to read that first one. And substitute blank for that word, and we're going to start with Jim. See if he can guess. Oh yeah, since like, he's somebody who like had a teenage teenager. I had two of them. Yeah, he's an expert. All right, go ahead. All right. Have mercy. What a crapshoot. Yes. Why do online people hit on you? Don't they know that you are blank? Remember, this is to her dad. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think she said? <laughs> it's not what you think. No, I, I don't know what to think. Why wouldn't they? Want, I don't understand why someone. So, read it one it more time. Read it one more time. Why do online people hit on you? Don't they know that you are blank? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm drawing a total blank. I, I can't think of anything. Fill in a blank. Think of something. Well, I'm feeling to say something inappropriate, yes. Jim. In this yes. room, Jim? Really? Oh, what? Married? Okay, that's a good oh. guess. Don't they know? No, you're right. All right, so Haley, read it again and with the right word. Why do online people hit on you? Don't they know that you are bald? <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't go there. All right, you guys. Get no, the you game? don't want to be insulted. That's right. why they do hit on. Yeah. All right, well, let's, let's do Doug is next. All right, you can read the All next right, card. You're 46 years old. No more blank. Oh, jeez. <laughs> sleeping she's, in. She's hard. Uh, no more pudding. Sleeping in? Sleeping, is that, in. Well, sleeping in. Okay, go ahead and fill it in. You're 46 years old. No more skinny jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. Right on. Not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bagel, you ready to try this? Sure. All right. So she'll read it to you. You got to fill in the blank. Go ahead. Cool. Your shower has no blank. Oh. Right. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> what would a shower not have? Shower's got no game, baby. Uh, <laughs> I, I kind of want to throw my hand. <laughs> I need a guess, um, Bagel. Your shower has no curtain. Curtain? All right, go ahead and see if you got it right. Your shower has no shampoo. 
Oh. Oh, 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 oh. oh. I'm starting to get a theme here. Okay. Yeah. Right, I'm warming up. Yeah. I'm warming up. All, All right. right. All right. Zach, you ready yeah, for the yeah, next yeah. one? I'm ready for it. Let's, get, let's do it. I can't be late for school again, and I refuse to get ready earlier. You'll need to blank. Oh, dang. Is it just one word that's underlined? It might be two. Okay. <clears throat> Leave me at school overnight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did he get it? I can't be late for school again, and I refuse to get ready er- earlier. Wow. You'll need to drive faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's All right. better. Louise, we're going to test you and see if you've memorized oh, anything. Oh, oh goodness. All right. Let's see I if you actually there was know a this test. One. All right. All right. Bring it on, Haley. Haley. Put on a shirt before someone mistakes you for a blank. Sasquatch? <laughs> <laughs> that was so quick. <laughs> Sorry. All right. What, what's the right one? Put on your shirt before someone mistakes you for a bear. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, that was close. All right. I actually should have known that. Nobody's gotten this yet. All right. Let's give That's John a hard a game all of a sudden. Why is it so hard? All right. Go ahead. All right. I made cookies for your birthday, bald man. You may have blank. None. <laughs> so close. Good answer. I mean, cookies for your birthday, bald man. You may have one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, Emma. This is coming down to you. We need somebody to get this right. You, She's you way kind too of, clever for us. You got you got the sh- the stick here, right? Oh, for sure. Haley, I need you to find a good one. You got a few in there. Find a good one. <laughs> oh yeah, there's there's oh, so, so many. <laughs> so many. <laughs> Oh man, there's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've sent a lot of texts. I gotta tell you, Lights like, at us. All right, just go ahead and just pick one. Oh, just pick one. Oh, that I like that one. Uh, that one, yes. Yeah, that I'm, one. I'm that averting one. my that eyes. One on the front. Yep, do that okay. one. I love you, heart emoji. Sorry, that was meant for blank. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! I know this one. Uh, <laughs> I love you. Oh, you know I. There's just so much cruelty that can happen. I know. <laughs> there is so much cruelty. <laughs> that was meant for the dog. Oh, oh, oh so close. close. Super close. I love you. Sorry, that was meant for my horse. Uh, <laughs> all right, oh, let's man. do one more, and let's see if your dad knows it by heart. All right. <clears throat> I gotta see if I if there's any that'll trip you up. <laughs> do you remember all of these? Let's see. You got one? Yeah. Oh, she's got one. Okay, let's do it. Today, I asked every blank I saw if they knew you. Oh. I know this one. <laughs> that is most certainly bald man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's, it's so funny is that, you know, I've spent years building a following for motorcycles just out of interest and passion for it. Right. And, and I started posting texts for my teenage daughter just on a lark. It was just some kind of fun and silly. And, and I have blown out of the water the followers that i have on all of my social media for over a decade i've got one page that all it is is text from my teenage so i just got like two million 20 like two and a half million people have you right you know fifty thousand followers and growing so relatable though that's why that's that's you've nailed it there zach because and this i like to think is the appeal of the misfits as well if you're perfect if everything's perfect and you're the greatest mm. writer and you're doing the greatest things, people can't actually relate mm. to that at all. Yeah. People relate to us because we're 
basically a bunch of idiots. Yeah. And yeah. having a teenage daughter who clearly loves you very much, but does it in such a way that but she's a, pokes a little bit of fun at you. That is so relatable. So yeah. it's no wonder. Well, she, she's incredibly clever, though, too. Yeah. I mean, that's really good. Well, now I want to test Haley. You can put those cards down because I have the list here, too. Uh. <laughs> I want to see if you remember all these. Oh, no. How about this one? 1,027 days until I can get a neck tattoo. All right. How about this one? You will die someday. Also, I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) This is awesome. (laughs) All right, how about this one? (laughs) FYI, there's cat hurl in the hallway and on my socks. (laughs) (laughs) But I think one of my favorite ones is the blank on your son's hands are not my fault. Also, I made brownies. So fork marks? Fork wounds. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. It's a, in, there's so many that we exchange that I can't, there, there's I can't publish. So, like, there yeah. There's, oh, the other one I love. Here, Louise, I'll let you read this one. That's one of my favorites. Can I borrow four ninety nine? I want to dress like you for a school project. That's <laughs> <laughs> like a bear. <laughs> that is savage. That has actually oh, happened. I have gone to school. I think it was in second grade, and I dressed up as him for Famous Person Day. Oh, so funny! Uh, I'm so happy yeah. about that. Nice. Did, did you shave your hair? <laughs> <laughs> he had hair. <laughs> Was but it, but in second grade it only cost you two ninety nine to dress up. Yeah. <laughs> right. so her, her mom is Must actually nice. has her own fame. You know, she grew up as mm-hmm. a professional vaulters, gymnastics on horseback, Ooh. and she's yeah. in the Olympics. She's she's hardcore, and uh, so she was pretty appalled that Haley dressed up as me for second grade. tough. Nice. Yeah. Well, you really do have the best of both worlds. You got bikes and horses. Yeah. You spoiled little. <laughs> so. Um, Currently, Haley, you are 15 years old, so we're going to put you on the spot. What's 20-year-old what's Haley going to be up to? What is 20-year-old Haley going to do? So I came up with this plan last night, actually. Breaking news. That before I get a new motorcycle, before I ever get another motorcycle, I will have had to take my current motorcycle to 48 states. Oh. I like how she's stating this. She's basically telling her father this is what's going to happen. <laughs> she's looking right at him while she's One doing down. it. Hold on. We, yeah. we need to clarify. You said take it. Does that mean on a trailer? No. Ooh. That means it, both of its tires, on, on the road. The hopefully on the road. If it's not on the road, then we have a problem. But hopefully we'll stay on the street. <laughs> so, wow. But I approve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> approves. But it involves motorcycles, so the fire's burning in your heart. Mm. Can I just right. maybe I like it. give you a little out? Are you sure you want to do it on that bike? I'm just saying, that that's means, a great goal. That leads into a question I was going to ask. Yeah. Because you're surrounded by all these ADV people, and they're usually all old and boring. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right? And, and bald. Yeah. Speak for Sean. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> no, but, you're, but and in that vein, you're surrounded by also a lot of amazing women, right? And Jocelyn Snow, we've been there. But like Jocelyn, for example, used to race two-stroke stroke street motorcycles. Does something pique your interest outside of the ADV world, like track, riding on track, or... 
uh, lighter dirt bikes, or you're still kind of just figuring everything out. Or long distance touring. Yeah. Mm. I did try the dirt bikes at Super Camp, and I feel like I like the heavier bikes because you mm. can. F- they let you know when you do something right, and oh. you can feel it when you do something right. Mm. But I also like faster paced stuff. I talk fast when I'm presenting, I do my work fast, and I have an easier time reacting to something when I'm going fast. And you've been to the track. I have been to the track as yeah. a passenger. Yeah. <laughs> How did you like, like, did you see yourself on a Ninja 400 doing track days and stuff like that, or? I don't know. I don't yeah. feel like it would be something that I would do, like, competitively, or I think it's just take my bike that I have and go on okay. the track and just see what I can do. Totally. I was just curious. Definitely in the horizon is California <clears throat> Superbike School, which is amazing. Yeah. Well, oh, uh, yeah. my question is, with you know, your position with BMW, mm-hmm. is it only BMWs for her? Or could she have a Ninja 400 on the track? Well, um, when I chose the 310R, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I didn't, my position with BMW afforded me no benefit in that regard. I mean, I had to yeah. buy it. And, uh, and and I had seriously looked at all kinds of different kinds of bikes from different manufacturers. And uh, it what for me, it wasn't about the model or the manufacturer. It was just right. about picking the right fit for her. <clears throat> And you, you would think that the obvious choice would be an adventure bike mm-hmm. uh, because that's my world. But I didn't start on an adventure bikes, mm-hmm. and uh, most people don't. Um, and so finding her the right fit was paramount. It just happened to be the three ten was a really good fit because it's a it's a very safe bike. Right. You know, Anti lock brakes and how they function is really important to me. And um, perfect fit for her now. What's I mean, the next? What's the next jump up? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I You've mean, ridden other bikes. I have ridden. You other rode bikes. a Grom and you rode a twelve fifty. Yes, <laughs> I want to get to this. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, a fifteen year old riding a, a GS twelve fifty. Were you intimidated to get on there? I was definitely intimidated about getting on that motorcycle. It is a really big bike compared to what I have and what mm. I had been riding on the entire time I was at. The performance center which is where i rode the 1250 i have to just ask the obvious how did you support it or did you were you taught a technique like the one leg off or was did you have help supporting it so i think the main thing that the thing that was really important for me being able to stay upright when i was stopped was i was able to find the balance point pretty easily oh, on it there it is so well you <clears throat> said something to me out in the parking lot and it was a very, very interesting thing. I've never had kids, but for anyone who's listening who's got children, they're watching you. Because I said to Haley, well, how did you feel riding this? And she said, well, you know, I've spent 11 years watching my dad scrutinizing what you do. And that really helped. So um, parents, if you don't think your kids are watching you, they're watching you. After 11 years as riding as a passenger, I was able to watch what he was doing when we were going around turns or when we were making specific maneuvers. And I was able to apply that to when I hopped mm. on the bike that I had grown yeah. up on. And we, we would quiz too, you know, because we're on communication right. system. And I would say, Haley, what's the best brake to use in this situation? And she'd say, the front. And I'd say, are you sure? Why? And she'd say, because of this. Thing. Yes, exactly right. And talk it so through. What wow. would happen if I use the rear instead? And and so we would we're constantly having these sort of critical thinking experiences. That's while we like ride. like next level and, stuff. But of course, nice. it distills as well down to the GS. And I can't think of a bike that carries so much weight so low down as mm. that bike. 
No. You know, the Africa Twins, the, the, the obvious competitor that carries its weight a lot higher. Yeah, exactly. A fantastic bike. How do you it's like a fantastic yeah. bike, but the center of gravity is yeah, way Zach, higher yeah. than an Africa Twin. Zach, how did you like pulling my bike out of the garage today, the Africa Yeah, twin? it's a heavy boy. Heavy, <laughs> yeah, heavy boy. He's a big yeah. boy. So how did it feel to ride the 1250? How um, was it once he started going? That bike is so much more powerful than mine and i was able to feel that i was in first gear for most of my ride because i was just sitting there like whoa this bike isn't freaking out going right. going like 25 it was so funny at the performance center you know they they put her she had a private class with them which was great and they they would have a, a whole training ground set up just for her they put cones up they had an easy up they had water and and a, a cooler full of snacks and and they had her 310R that she got to ride, and then they had a 1250 just sitting there. Mm. And then we would they would pick up, we'd finish our training in that area, and they'd move us to another area a half mile away, and they'd move all of that stuff over, including the 1250, which just sat there. And eventually, Haley asked, why is that bike sitting there? He said, oh, I thought you might want to ride it later. And she goes, what? <laughs> and and they, no pressure, just... There it is, it's and there, every time yeah. we moved around the facility, the bike would go, and it would just be parked there, ready to go. If you decide you want to ride it, it's there. And you made that jump. Well so done. When you did that, when you got on that bike, did you know you could do it then? I think once I got moving, I did. And that Getting on that bike was a huge moment for me, mm. because I had grown up on the back of that bike, and now there I was sitting in the front actually controlling it. And that was kind of a moment that was, oh, wow, things are changing. I am moving forward. This is insane. <clears throat> and I think once I figured that out, I was like, oh, this isn't, this isn't a huge deal. You know, for Look both of us, right. it's such a, a zen moment, you know, to see her get on that bike and start it up. And, and she, we, I felt like we were both at the same time. You know, we are, this is a core memory that's happening right now. Yeah. And I'm just going to soak up every single oh, part of it. I, I bet so the special. pride was swelling in you so much you yeah, couldn't get it, through the doorway. It feels so good to have all of the emotions, the the right. excitement and the fear right. and the apprehension and the elation. And, you know, it's all there and it's all mixing together. Oh, sure. and, 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 you know, all the people that have ever told me that motorcycling was a terrible idea and the people that had told me that letting your daughter ride is a terrible idea. You know, all of those moments are flashing along with, this is my life and I love it. And this moment is her life and she loves it. And that makes it, she could stop tomorrow. So it's perfect. Um, Sean, when you saw Haley riding the 1250, mm -hmm. did you have to go into the designated crying area for just a little while? <laughs> <laughs> did you? It's okay if you did. <laughs> It was it was very exciting. I I um, it, it's we all ride all the time, right? And we forget what it means to be a new rider, and to be able to enjoy vicariously that moment right. with her. And and you know that wasn't it hasn't all been puppies and rainbows. You know she has <clears throat> struggled, and we've watched her struggle. And, and I do want to touch touch base with that. With you, Haley. Uh, you know, I don't want to dwell on it because, I mean, ultimately, here you are. You're riding a bike right now. You've committed to riding a bike. I think you're going to be riding bikes for the remainder of your adult life. And what an exciting time to be riding them and seeing all these changes come. But just talk a couple of times about when you are like, I'm done. 
Mm. I never want to swing my leg across a bike again. And what kind of brought you back, whether it was the fire within you or the worry about letting down your dad or just kind of a combination of all of them? Think about when it was, you. let's say, your lowest point in the whole motorcycling thing. So I think the point that really stood out, I've had a few of those moments, but I think the one that really stood out to me was at the Performance Center. Mm. I was going through this course. They called it, oh, honestly, it wasn't even the course yet. We were doing the warm-up, and I wiped out mm. five minutes into my training because I just... It, it wasn't something I had done before, and I wasn't going fast enough. I, I actually finished some most of that warm-up the next training. Was this the, uh, the cones or the slalom? No. So what they had you do is they had you... That was just a big rectangle, wasn't it? You can stop talking now. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Do you need to text that to him? <laughs> Where's my phone? <laughs> right. so, so what we were doing is we had the bikes in we were just going kind of slow we were going around the like arena they had set up and what you had to do is you had to move around in your seat you had to stand up you had to bring your leg over and sit um sideways you had to stick one of your legs out you had to change directions do it to the other side while the bike was moving and i wasn't going fast enough the first time i did that and so when i i ended up on one foot but when i went to sit down i lost control and fell off mm, okay and that knocked my confidence a little bit and then i fell off again mm. and then again and again and it, it honestly i lost count of how many times i fell off yeah. um this was doing the same drill no it was um a bunch of different drills but the one that really hit me was when we were doing the snowman which was they had cones kind of set up in a snowman shape and you would do a slow speed circle come out go back into a slow speed circle come out and then the circles gradually got smaller mm. and i never made it to the third circle but in the second circle i kept wiping out and um i decided then and there that i was done and i didn't want to do it anymore yeah. <clears throat> so what brought you back so mm. that's the low point i think it was fear of beating yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> what, i need to walk home <laughs> what what brought you back Haley? because i mean here we are um on May 21st, 2022, mm. and you're riding bikes. So what brought you back from the edge? So I kept that mindset that I had, that I was tired and I was done and I wanted to go home all the way into the second training. I don't know what made mm. me decide to do the second training, but I am so glad I did because mm. I went in there and I was actually in a group. And it made me realize that I've been, a lot of these people have been riding for as long as I've been alive. Mm. And we, I have a similar skill set to them. Mm. They still make mistakes, like mm. I did, and it's not as big of a deal as mm. I thought it was. It's a really interesting um, lesson that I learned mm -hmm. watching her take instruction. I specifically sent her to the performance center to train with one instructor who I love, and, and this is you know we Louise and I are scrutinized instructors quite a bit, and this this guy's great, and we I wanted Haley to train with Ricardo. He's a great guy. And what I didn't realize was that because she got a one-on-one -on -one training with him, she had no basis for comparison. Mm. There was nobody else in the class learning Ooh. as well. And so she didn't know how well she Is was she doing. doing good or not. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. didn't know. And she didn't know that until she was in a group. And she came to me and goes, Dad, I can't. These people are terrible. <laughs> Confidence back up. Back in the game. Exactly. I, I told you, you're fine. You're doing fine. And I got to tell you, I had this wonderful experience 
and it's probably the most memorable of that that weekend is Haley dropped her bike she was a good solid 200 yards away from ricardo and and as soon as she dropped her bike he went to run to help her because that's the kind of guy he is and that's what they do there and i stopped him okay hey ricardo hold on a second man and and i hear this roar and i and there's a side by side coming past with two other instructors that were there rolling by to go help Haley pick up her bike and i put my hand out and said stop 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 and they go but your daughter just fell i go i know she knows what to do and she looks around at us and is like well you can tell you aren't gonna help me (laughs) (laughs) i thought she was gonna be like she's been making fun of me all the time don't help her she flips down the side stand (laughs) picks the bike up hops on it and takes off and they're all like whoa that's nice. amazing. Hey, man, somebody's going to ride a bike. They got to know how to pick it up. Yeah. You know, it's, it's nice. that classic so cliche, proud. get back on the horse. Yeah. You've just fallen off the horse, get back on it. Yeah, it's just, well, whatever. Well, and, so and apparently the horse that you love more than your father. <laughs> that horse. <laughs> uh, well, and Haley knows how to pick up a bike. She's been doing that for a couple of years. She's been coming out well, and she's been demonstrating and, right. it and, along with me oh, wow. and showing other people how to do it. So, oh, cool. Well, hold on. This she, is her game to do She on also her knows how to get back on the horse. Oh, she yeah. definitely knows how to get back on the horse. That comes into play, too, I would assume, because there yeah. is a big similarity between the two. There, there was actually a moment a little while back. It was two months ago. It was early March, I want to say, where I came off my horse and I thought I had broken my hip. Oh. And I'm like, oh, this is fun. And I just got back on and then oh. kept going and then realized, oh, something's not right here. I was on crutches for about two and a half weeks. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, horses, are, the, there is a, quite a big difference, Liza, because horses, it's quite a long way down. Yeah, yeah. I have Far fallen off horses, yeah. too. Yeah. Exactly. It's amazing yeah. how one minute crunch. you can be sitting there and the next moment you're floating in the air. And they yeah. just like disappear. I just have zero. Also, yeah. also, you are never in total control of the horse. <laughs> yes, it's true. Well, <laughs> Haley, I wanted to share with you an, an, an observation, and this is all through really, Sean. From is your, this unsolicited your, advice? No, right an observation. <laughs> okay, very this good. is through your post, so I may not have all the info. And Sean, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but there are two things that worry me that I see in a rider. One is a lack of confidence and one is overconfidence. Mm. It's the area in between that I don't worry about people. Mm. And for what I've seen from you, you have enough healthy fear and respect, mm. but also you have all the tools and take instruction. I think you are going to be a great rider because of that, finding that, that balance. It also tells me that both of your parents have done a really good job parenting and, and giving you the confidence, but also the respect and enough healthy fear of it. So I think you're going to do great. Am, am I am I close with that yeah, one? Yeah, I think that since uh, her mom isn't here, I'm happy to take all the credit. Didn't sound <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys have a great relationship. And yeah. that is something, though. Um, yeah, y- you have this access that a lot of people don't. But you also have that pressure to succeed. Mm. So uh, you don't have to, and I think you know that he, he'll he love you just the same if you don't succeed. That is a true story. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, um, I wanted to get a little bit, uh, Sean, catch up with you uh-huh. and what you've been doing, because you've been alluding to all these big announcements and things <laughs> happening and stuff like that. You want to you talk a little bit about what you're doing and your role with BMW? Yeah, Um you know the i started off um people here have heard this before probably but you know i started off selling motorcycles and 
and I just I really enjoyed it. Oh, I've watched and, you work your way yeah, up the ladder. I met you while I was selling bikes. Oh, that but was, then I've also run into you at events when you're, yeah. you know, the, yeah, you, you've worked I mean, your way the, up. This is as good a time as any. I mean, you can start start at the beginning selling motorbikes out of Watsonville BMW. Yeah, I was BMW Santa Cruz um, for seven years. I worked there, and my wife got me the job. She <laughs> was the general manager there, and uh, told me to come sell bikes. I'm, All right, and. Uh, one of the things that I struggled with is I didn't understand all the inner workings of the bike. And I used to go to these sales trainings and they would uh, teach me little nuances about the machines and how they work and why they work the way they do. And and I started discovering that they, they were missing a lot of really sort of deep dive information on, on the inner workings of the bike. And when I asked them about it, like, why don't you guys talk about some of the stuff in these bikes? I know there's tech that goes beyond what you discuss. And and the guy's like, well, you know, it's really about the experience. You know, we, we don't want to talk about the nitty gritty. We want to talk about what makes the bike just right. fun to ride. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I sort of get that. But as a salesperson, you know, there's people you meet that really dig soak in that stuff. And it's good to have it in your quiver to be able to discuss it. And so I started digging deep whenever I could. A new bike would come out and I'd try to learn as much as I am not mechanically inclined by any incarnation. But but I do, I'm passionate about understanding the bikes and, and the inner workings. And so I started to build a, a sort of a network of people at BMW um, that were sort of on the inside. And, and sometimes it just meant sitting down and getting drunk with them and talking bikes and, and them telling me like, we're telling you stuff that isn't really common knowledge. So don't go publishing this or, you know, making a, like it's, I'm happy you know and want to know, but it's not, this is not for everyone's consumption. And, and so I built a reputation as somebody that you could talk to about this stuff and then not, you know, <laughs> not, yeah. not right. go and, yeah. and, uh, so, so eventually through chance, I, I met uh, the guy that was in charge of training dealers on how to sell bikes. Mm. And he asked me just flippantly, like, what, Hey, what do you think of our sales trainings? And I go, Oh man, they're, they're terrible. He <laughs> 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 goes, really? And I go, I'm sorry, but they really are. And, uh, I said, you guys focus on, in my opinion, the wrong stuff. Like there's, there's more interesting things to know. And there's things that dealers need to know that they don't. I didn't know. I had to go find out on my own. And uh, he goes, okay, well, if you're so good at it, why don't you help us build our next training? I said, I'd love to. And it, this became my sort of mantra for work is I'm always going to say yes. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. No problem. Right. And then I go to my friends and go, I have no idea how to do that. <laughs> like, and um, so they started letting me make training videos for them just for dealers. Talk to them directly. Hey, you know, here I am with this new bike and here's the tech on it top to bottom and this is what you need to know. And that built and built and, and I started making the videos higher production value because I, I wanted them to really pop, you know, when a dealer watched it sitting at their desk and bored with training videos, I wanted them to go, whoa, this is actually kind of cool. So there's music, his production value is really high and BMW's marketing side is a completely different entity, saw it and said, these videos are really good. Would you, would you be interested in making some marketing videos for us. I'm like, yes, I would. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yep. so we started making marketing videos and, and sometimes it would be a new bike or it would be new goodies that go on the bike or it would be, um, you know, riding gear and apparel and that sort of thing. And Now, can I ask you, Sean, mm. did, um, is this just something that came naturally to you, the presentation, or do you have a background in media and marketing? I'm a high school dropout. I got 
I was a carpenter for seven years. So it's just something you have just, inside you. Yeah, and then I just moved on to motorcycles on a whim. And I think it's the passion coming through. Yeah, yeah. I think so as I, well. I think that, I mean, really, you know, people ask me all the time, like, how do you achieve this? How do you get into the role you're in? And I, like, the, the truth of it is, is that I didn't think I was worth anything, so I didn't ask for anything. You right. Know, the first many years that I started doing this, no, I, I barely got paid anything. And um, and that I, that allowed me to get my name out there. I wasn't, this was not a, preordained path for me i wasn't right. trying to achieve what i have now it just it was like sure i'll do that sure i'll do that sure i'll do that and eventually um i got the i was also taking pictures and writing articles for magazines because why not you know i don't, I don't know anything about a camera or how to write an article but i'll give it a go and and magazines are always hungry for for info you know things to publish and so i i got hired to go to the gs trophy mm-hmm. um to um, follow Team USA. And there's a three riders went to Mongolia. Right. And I was rider number four. What year was this? This is 2018. Okay. And, uh, and, and I, um, you know, I'm not, I am not a competitive rider by any right. stretch. I can ride and I can ride well. You're but a I'm capable not, rider. I'm a capable rider, but yes. I'm not a competitive rider. Like I, the, there's a, there's a big difference and that's fine. They don't need that from me, but I did need to run around with a camera and write stories. And so while I was there, they had a, uh, they were doing Facebook live mm-hmm. broadcast from Mongolia, which is a big deal because there's no service out there. So they had satellite dishes they'd mm-hmm. set up out in the, de- in the Gobi desert, you know, and they said, Hey, your team is going to go up and, uh, and ride this course. Would you like to just offer some fun commentary while they go? And I, I said, yeah. So they sucked the camera on me and man, I just grabbed a hold of it and ran mm-hmm. and I made this really interesting, you know, I tried to make it fun and entertaining and they afterwards they go, Holy shit. That was awesome. I, I, I remember, thanks, man. I, love I remember. You, man. I remember and watching. So they um, invited me back um, to to host the event in 2020. It was in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Louise and I both went. And uh, so I, alongside Jocelyn, the yeah, two of us say, co-hosted yeah. it together. And, and, and again, it's always just one thing leading to another, to another, to another. And that, me always going up to the people afterwards and shaking their hand and saying, I'm super appreciate this opportunity. Thank you so much. And, and uh, so they called me about six months ago and I said, Hey, you know, the guy that handles our sort of is the face of, you know, when, when a new product is released, um, he's, he's the person that um, interviews the designers and engineers. And he's the one that talks to the people that ride the bikes and, and he's retiring. And we want to know if you're interested in doing some of his work. And, and the uh, answer is, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then me turning to Louise and going, I have no idea how to do this. Like, so, uh, so anyhow that I just, it's like the contract is still drying right now. Like we just did it and we just started. So now, um, I, I, it's not an official title, but we, what we're calling it is the BMW spokesperson worldwide. And that's some good. Yeah, it sounds great. And this is a legitimate career. This is salaried and you get paid and well, all I'm the good stuff. Still self employed. Yeah. Um but and, but it's I mean it's still like I yeah, I can afford to buy her a bike. Right. You no, know, not, not another one, mind you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is it. She got one. Yeah, and that's they keep it. that one upright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it have to see forty eight well, states first? <laughs> so speaking of the trophy, mm. what's the update? So um the 2022 trophies being held in Albania in September. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am my official title at the trophy has not been announced yet, and I hesitate to say what it is, but I will be going. Yes, so I'll be going and doing something there. If it's carrying luggage, that's fine with me. 
Mm-hmm. It's Albania. Yeah. Come on, let's okay. go. No, you do a good job of covering it, and you know you. the bikes. You know, you know it through and through. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've we've had uh, Bettina here and yeah. Jocelyn here, and we love following it. Um, yeah. Hopefully, you can send us some. I want to interview yeah. someone else. Um, but how many teams? How many teams this year? Louise is at eighteen this year. Well, so there are two from China this year, which is unusual because there's usually only one team from each country. But mm-hmm. this year there's two because China was not uh, able to participate in mm. the 2020 trophy because of the COVID restrictions. So okay. uh, there are, um, I, I think that there are 16 different countries that are going. Mm. Six teams are uh, women's teams. Mm-hmm. That, so the the women's teams are a little bit different this year. Women are actually going and representing their own countries, okay. just yeah. like the men yeah. are this time. Really so, and there are cool. six different teams that are going for the women as well. Great. So that's Fantastic. Yeah. It's good, good stuff. Yeah. But your timing with us today is very pertinent because you've got an announcement if you could share with us that happened yesterday or today? I'm trying to remember what his announcement. Podcast. Podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So remember, he doesn't have a background yeah. in marketing. Sorry. We covered that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, sorry, he does have to look to me for the, all the information of what he does. That's yeah. what my that's, job is. That's an absolutely true story. Like, well, I'm over here going, podcast. We'll, fi- we'll fix it. <laughs> like, what are you saying? Yes. Uh, <laughs> wasn't another burrito? You just had a huge food. But, um, yeah, you... First podcast was today or yesterday? Yeah. Talked. So um, one of the things that I took over for BMW is they have a, they have a podcast called BMW Motorrad Ride and Talk, and it's not that big in the U.S. but internationally it's a it's a big deal. And, right. and the guy that I'm that has retired, he has hosted almost eighty episodes. How is it in Pakistan? And, and, <laughs> and we're pretty uh, big in Pakistan. So we recorded our first podcast um, where he interviewed me for the first half, and then he surprised everybody by saying, "Everybody, this is my last podcast. I'm retiring. I'm moving on, and Sean here is going to take over." So then I interviewed him for the second half. That's being published, I think, today. Yeah, I think right. Gonna, published today, and then yeah. we're going to. So just r- repeat the name of that podcast so people can actually listen into it. BMW Motorrad Ride and Talk. Okay. Ooh. Yep. Cool. Because Motorrad is German for motorbike. And oh, you can remember man. it because <laughs> motorbikes are rad. That's true. Yeah. Ooh. Ah, Ooh, I like that. See what I did there? Fantastical. Totally going to steal that. Speaking of which, and I have to bounce in just a second, though, but because they are rad, I had a gift for Haley. Um, oh, we were worried about earlier. We were worried about this, Jim. Is it appropriate? No, of course. It's a sticker, oh, a Santa Cruz sticker. That's awesome. And then the three of you, because you guys are rad and motor rad. Can you get it? You get that sticker. You get to see. Okay, you can see. Yeah. You can oh, see. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I love it. Jim actually when, custom makes a... these stickers oh, yeah, and he only rad. gives them to people. The... Only rad people. I love only it. rad I people. That's really cool. Thank you very much. I'm still looking for the right place. Yeah, you need a special place. I'm sure it'd be rad. I didn't get one. <laughs> oh, there's. I just passed. There, I got a ton. I'll give on. you more there's later. More. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Send yeah. them along. Send them around. <laughs> That's fantastic. Thank you, brother. But anyway, yeah. Oh, I, I got a stack on my counter at Motor Town. So is it that one? Yeah, it's that one. That one. Ride and talk. Yeah. I am subscribed. Oh, fantastic. Awesome. Yes. Have another see. US. So, Sean, remind Thank us you of your much. your social media also. Um, so, yeah. Sean Thomas Rock on 
S H A W N. You can pretty much, if you type that into anywhere, you'll find, you'll find me. Great. Um, and TikTok, if you're looking for motorcycles, you're not going to find it. You're going to on Sean Thomas rock on TikTok is dedicated to texts from my teenage daughter. So oh, very good. <laughs> That's a good reason to join TikTok. Yeah, it really uh, is. Don't do it. It's a huge time suck. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, so that's not, I just subscribed to some uh, other podcast that so, does not have current episodes. And as yeah. we heard earlier, uh, Sean Thomas rock on is actually a mode on the R18. That's right. <laughs> rock and roll, baby. <laughs> this is a mode. Oh, oh. Oh, right. It goes no. slow and talks a lot. Uh, <laughs> the edition, the Sean Thomas edition. Hey, I've, I've got to bounce. You got to go? Yeah, it was Shall great seeing go? you again, though. Yeah, yeah. Really uh, good seeing so, you. Uh, nice well. meeting you. Jim. Nice Jim. meeting you. It was awesome meeting Jim. you guys. Yes. Do you have another Jim. word that's original? Do I have some treats? Uh, do, you have a, do you have a sweet treat for me? Uh, I, maybe. I'll look. So, <laughs> hey, I have a big announcement to make. Oh, do you And then I want to get back to Haley a little bit more. Oh, yeah. So, for those of you in the room who don't know, we're giving away money. Ooh, a lot of money. That's awesome. Yeah, a lot of money. So I decided to give away $1,000 to nonprofit, a, a big idea, anything. And I actually asked our listeners to nominate deserving nonprofits, whatever. Nice. And then I had our Patreon subscribers who give us money vote and decide who's going to get what. Oh, do nice. we have the winner? And well, it's not just a winner. What I said was winners. Whatever percentage of the votes they got was how much money oh, they got. Oh, very that's, cool. That's a nice way to so, do that. So, I'm going to say so first up, the one I voted for but not a lot of people liked um, the Motors Voice Audible Kids book. Oh, this on, is the book that you open the page and it goes it's, it's a kids book that opens up and every page is a different motorcycle sound. That is cool. Oh, I know. <laughs> right? Dude. I, I, I think Sean would have, Sean would totally have voted for that Sean one. I know. How he many, doesn't even need to hear the rest of the list. How many percent <laughs> did that get? Well, they're getting $68. So 80, uh, 68 bucks. So they've probably got 34%. On no, it's 6.8. 6.8. It's, it's easy math. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then the next one up, uh, Ricky's Last Ride is uh, raising money to buy a blood bike. Hmm. So if you're familiar in the UK, they have blood right. bikes, BMWs usually, hmm. that they deliver blood between hospitals. Wow, cool. And that one is getting $103. Great. And then the next one, and this is a fun one. Do you know Rally for Rangers? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. I know Rally, you know for, Rally Rangers. for Rangers. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, they um, go to different places like Mongolia, and it's basically an adventure ride. And you buy the bike that you're riding. At the end, you gift it to a ranger yes, who uses it to prevent yeah. poaching yeah, and stuff exactly. like that. Yeah. So Rally for Rangers is getting $171 from nice. us. Nice. Awesome. Next one up is... Our friend Clay at First Rides okay. here in town who gives first rides to kids who want to learn. He takes them out for free hmm. and has classes getting kids riding in the dirt. Nice. Getting $233. Awesome. Right. Sweet. And then, uh, I, I know you know this one, Motorcycle Relief Project. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. We both know we that both well. We both know this one. Well, yeah. they're getting $247. Fantastic. That is awesome. And then the last one. Is is one of our favorites. Uh, getting a total of three hundred and eighty four dollars, which I know will go a long way, is Moto Go Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So Moto Go brings shop class back to kids. It's hard to get oh, shop class now, nice. oh, wow. and they have been buying up all these old Honda motors, mm-hmm. and they have. Kids come in, usually from neighborhoods that they don't have a lot of stuff, mm. and they teach them how to wrench and rebuild a wow. motor. Very That's cool. awesome. Haley totally That's wants great. to do a class like this, but yeah. they're hard to find. 
Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. I wasn't able to find any in our area, especially no, not and at my school. The thing I love about them too, during COVID when they couldn't have kids come in, they bought some of those like uh, half size plastic models of engines. I think there's a BMW engine mm. you can buy, yeah. 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 and they delivered tools and these models to kids and over zoom they taught them how to build the the engine and explain how everything works that's really cool so big thanks to everyone who voted everyone who participated Mm. everyone who nominated and everyone who especially helped us get the money through patreon all of our patreon subscribers you guys are awesome and i get to go send some money out to people that sounds like a fun day yeah, yeah, I know, right? That's awesome. I know. It was good. And worthy causes every single one. So, Haley, back to you. All right. <laughs> so, um, so you got this bike. Was it a total surprise? It was. I had no idea that I was going to be getting a bike for Christmas. It was at the house for like a month. <laughs> Super totally I don't know how he hit it. I mean. Do you, do you not watch his social media? <laughs> Guess not. <laughs> um so, you tell me a 15-year-old girl that looks at her dad's social media. <laughs> Come on, Eliza. That's a true story. Be realistic. So you got this beautiful little BMW. Did it appear under the tree on Christmas Day? <laughs> <laughs> a welcome did. Got a welcome video. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Video, the video yeah. was, oh, yeah, you got cool. all those people yeah. on the video. That was good. So have you named your bike? I have. Okay. I named my bike Bodie. After Bodie. the ghost town Bodie in California. Oh, nice. And, and, cool. and how does that relate to the bike? So on one of my first rides with my dad, we went up. We were heading towards Yosemite, I mm-hmm. want to say. And we went through Bodie, California. Because one of my friends in first grade did a project on Bodie. I think it's Nevada, right? Yeah, it is. It's Bodie, Nevada. Right? I think no, so. Sorry, it, you, no, it's California. It's near to the border of Nevada. Okay. But, okay. Um, but I listened to that kid's project. Excuse you. <laughs> but but um, we went to Bodie, California, and we walked around a bit, and then we just decided to take a trail out of Bodie, California. I, I keep specifying that's in California now. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but we were on this road for two hours, maybe. Yeah, it was and just a dirt road that disappeared off into the mountains. It was... There was little service, and there was we didn't really know what we were going to come across, and we just decided to go with it because it sounded fun, and we somehow ended up in Nevada. Mm. But that kind of mindset that I don't know what's happening here, I just know that we're going to get to the other side of it and have fun while doing it, is the mindset I want to have on my bike. And so I decided to name Bodie after that trip to Bodie. Very cool. Oh, nice. That's great. Nice. Super good time. Um, And I like ghosts. Also, I'm just wondering, um, since you got your dad's dimples, did you also get his affinity for leopard print? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I mean, now, I if you don't know what I'm talking about, just check out Sean Thomas's social media. <laughs> <laughs> it will become self-evident. <laughs> I did get a new saddle recently that had leopard print, leopard print on it, and oh. I didn't realize it until... I put it on my horse for the first time and looked at it and went, wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) My mom, you know, she's 80, she's going to be 82. And, and she asked, she was trying to keep her busy doing stuff. And, and she asked if she could make me a bathrobe. And I said, I love that mom. That would be great. And she goes, well, what kind of material should I use? I said, use whatever you want. And I promise I'll wear it. 
And so she presents me with this leopard print bathrobe. <laughs> nice. And I say, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. But the matching hat. Yeah. So she, so every Christmas now on my birthday, she makes me new things. Like I've got shorts and like the hat and socks. And so I've got leopard print head to toe. And, and so I take that robe, especially with me out on the road. And you know, we, I've used it on the racetrack. They made me take it off on the track. I had it on over my leathers. Not like that. It wasn't that exciting. And, but and they're like, you did get to do a, a whole session. In I got a session it. on yeah. it, and I went to go out again. They said, "I'm sorry, you're distracting the other riders." <laughs> take that off. There was like leopard print flapping around behind him, as it's like you know, passing a, double R's on the outside. There's a super f- cool photo that came out of it. Yeah, I remember seeing buried that. in a turn on the GS with the leopard print <laughs> fluttering in the breeze. Love it. <laughs> well, some, it. someone like Dave Aldana, he had the same pressure too. No. Yeah, right? Yeah. And his oh, skeleton yeah. outfit. <laughs> and actually, awesome. um, looking at Dave Aldana, that suit that he wore, it was a protective leather suit. It was banned for a long, yeah. long time. They wouldn't actually let him wear it uh, because it was considered in bad taste. Mm. Oh, yeah. interesting. What? Oh, yeah. Wow. It was nothing to do with distracting. It was just considered, yeah. you know, wearing... Somebody's mom didn't like it? Yeah, basically. Mm. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> So, uh, Haley, one more question for you, and then we're going to dig into uh, Louise over here. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to know, since you've already had a bunch of adventures with your dad, what has been your favorite adventure you've been on so far? Mm. And you can go back as far as you want. If your favorite adventure was the seven-year-old Haley, that's it. If it's last week, that's it. Fine, too. So, I want to say one of my favorite adventures... I'm, I'm not going to bring up the Bodhi one because I already gave that one <laughs> time to shine. It was probably my first ride 11 years ago to Yogurtland. Yogurtland. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was my first ever ride on the street. I was four. I think you were four. Four yeah. years old. Yeah, we, you know, we have a little bit of property. So she, both kids hop on the bike and we go ride around and do things. And, and I, she had told me, Hey dad, you know, when I graduate from, um, preschool, preschool, I want to, I want to graduate on a bike. Like once you take me to school <laughs> on the bike and I, and I'm like, well, that's decades away. Like, well, are you sure? You know? And it was, it was coming up fast. And, and then when her day was coming, like, Oh dude, like I have to ride you to school. I, and I promise and I have to, but we should go on a ride first to warm mm. up, you know? So we went to yogurt land, got some frozen yogurt. Did you get like the jelly beans on it as well? Oh and man, the, we loaded the, up just mm. everything. These, yeah, they always get sick. I, I, I love that. That's a big memory for you. I remember every single minute of that ride. Yeah. I remember looking at the stoplights and saying, "Look, it's green." <laughs> She's right in front. So yeah, she just snuggled I, up in the front of me. I did the same yeah. with um, my 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 nephew. In quotes, on his third birthday, as everyone was arriving to the house for his party, I had him in a bicycle helmet on the tank of my bike, holding onto the handlebars, yeah. going up and down the street, and he was waving to the party guests as they were arriving. That's cool. And he thought yeah. he was the coolest motherfucker oh, yeah. in town. Let me tell That's you, good stuff. You know, good stuff. But so I and I was just like. I felt so great to be able to like give him yeah. this little gift, but I was really just worried about don't drop him, don't fall off, yeah. Yeah. don't wave with yeah. both hands. It's like interesting it was the mindset. Re- oh, it, was, yeah. it was wrecking to me. She's fallen asleep in the back of the bike before, and and I feel her start to list over. And I go, Haley, wake up! She's like, ha, ha, I'm only sleeping half my head. 
When uh, open. <laughs> years ago, I used to ride with a club, and one of the girls would bring her nephew who was nine, mm-hmm. and kids fall asleep on bikes. Yeah. And so she had to have the the strap system yeah. so that if, when he fell asleep, and so unfortunately for this kid, his biker nickname was Strap On. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. And you know he was proud of having a biker nickname. I'm like, yeah. wait, you know, he's a little bit older. One day he's gonna go, no. Haley, thank you for not asking me what that means. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, you don't want to be named Strap On. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's I mean, pretty good. Unless you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> that's <all right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's scarring. Well, Haley, I I, I want to keep following your, you know, your adventure uh becoming a new writer and um hopefully, you know, you'll keep keep up with this as you have new adventures, but if you have one bit of advice for new writers or old writers. <laughs> yeah. What what would it be? If I could share one piece of advice, it would be that you got to step out of your comfort zone. Mm. So yep. things are going to be really, really scary at some time. Sometimes you're going to sit there and think, oh, I cannot do this. I am going to die. <laughs> this isn't going to happen. And you just got to push yourself through it because once you get moving, it's, it's easier to keep moving once you're going. Mm. It's hard to start and it's hard to stop. Like the the rule, an object in an object in motion stays in motion. If yeah. you get moving, then it's going to be so much easier than sitting there and looking at it and go, "Oh, this isn't going to work." That's that's pretty deep. Yeah, yeah sage good, advice yeah. from a fifteen year old, and a great yeah. analogy for life as well. You got to keep moving. Yeah, I don't know, Sean. She might be all right. She might be not, despite me, not good of me. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I, was say, I, I think that sage advice came from her mom's side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as is the counting. <laughs> Yeah. Don't ask me to count. It won't happen. I'm sorry. One. I didn't want to gloss over the fact that we we have Louise here with us. Louise, you're somewhat achieved. You've done some pretty cool stuff. I've done some cool stuff. Well, let's talk about first. So, what is your role with BMW and with, with Sean and, and his adventures? So, my role is primarily with Sean. Um, I'm making the pretty face say all the things he needs to say. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose that's the easy way of doing it. Um, So, I I, I had a 25-year career in the performing arts in in theater, and I was getting more into uh, writing and doing lots of trips, and I had... Just hang on. Just yeah, I know. I was going to say, you yeah, we got to hold on. Here. You glossed over you, that. You you can't make a statement like well, that hold, in this company. Well, hold on, before you say anything, <laughs> I want to use this as an opportunity for us to all take a guess what no. this performing arts thing was. Yeah. What did I and, do? And, can, yeah, I want to guess what, what I did. Done. And fan dancing. Oh, see, I was going to say, I was going to say. Um, What's the, the not puppeteer the marionette? Marion, yeah, puppeteer. She's doing the thing with puppeteer. her hands. Yeah. Puppeteer, yeah. puppeteer, ah, puppeteer. <laughs> All right, John, what do you think? Choreographer. Oh, uh, Zach. Oh, uh, I abstain. Okay. I think she's a stunter. <laughs> you, say that again, Bagel. I think she was a stunter. A stunter. So, yeah. um, all right. So, so. Well, hang on. Give us a clue. Were you front of curtain or behind curtain? I'm always behind the scenes. Okay. Oh. Did you wear headphones? I did not. Oh. Oh. Did you have a clipboard? No, not not so much with the clipboards. 
How many hot glue guns did you operate? Oh, you're getting closer. <laughs> <laughs> Although, absolutely nothing I did did I ever use hot you glue. You were a set designer. Uh, fair enough, fair enough. Set design? Yes. I was a costumer. A constructor. Oh. oh. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So I spent... Um, I spent a lot of years in opera and uh, live theater, and I was a costumer, and I loved everything that I did with that. Um, but, you know, 25 years is a long time to do the same thing, and I took a very, very long trip on a motorcycle when I came back. I'm like, well, you know what? I, so, could, I could do some, some okay, other wait, things, She's too. doing it again. She's yeah. doing it again. Dude, right? And she's not no, a she's costumer. Over. Yeah. She's not a costumer. She's the costume so she's nice. amazing being a costumer for opera a lot of viking helmets and pigtails and yeah, like armored yeah. bras and like everything is just big in opera that's the yeah. thing that i loved about like the costumes are big and the sets are big and the voices are big so everything's real big okay yeah great do you know her i don't she's a she's a costumer Oh, I know, awesome. I know a costumer too. See, look, and now you know it's, too. It's <laughs> amazing the things that you all can create with nothing. Yeah. So it's we we amazing. have a we have a joke between the two of us, you know. So I have a I have a degree in theater design and technology, and it it actually does involve you know like I have some education in running soundboards mm-hmm. and you know right. all that sort of thing. And uh, whenever Sean and I are talking about something, he's like, "Wait, do you know how to do that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, of course I do. I have a degree in that." And he's like, <laughs> "How many degrees do you have?" I'm like, "I just have one." <laughs> but we had to learn everything. everything. I mean, like literally everything. And I always say that's the best thing that I learned from uh, getting my degree was thinking outside the box. So when we come up against a problem right. and it's like, how are we solving that? I'm like, oh, well, if we just take this and we put this over here, I think we can make this happen. It's like, so you're MacGyver. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Such but a again, story. going back to the conversation we had outside, the not a massively paying job for all yeah. these years. Yeah. Right. And we'll come back to why that's a pertinent question yeah. in a little bit. So... Now we're on to motorbikes. Now we, yeah. we yeah. you've bared your soul about what you did for a career. Yeah, so, and about, what was it, I guess 11 years ago or so, I decided to learn to ro- ride a motorcycle right. so that I could ride to Alaska. <laughs> I, there, were, there were people who were going off nice. on motorcycle riding trips, and I was staying home and building costumes. So when you hear oh. Haley say, I'm going to go to all 48 states, do you relate? Like, I am like, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she is. So you, I'm going to try and do a bunch of them, too, with her. You, <laughs> you, but from kind of day one, you've yeah. been drawn to the long distance stuff. Yeah, it's the whole reason that I learned to ride. Right. Somebody said, oh, well, God, we were so close to Alaska. We could have just, and I'm like, whoa, nobody's going to Alaska without me. And I mean, really, if you guys can ride motorcycles, how hard can it be? So I could probably do it, too. So I learned to ride a motorcycle and I bought a 650 GS because I could almost put my tiptoes on the ground and I rode to Alaska one summer. Right. And, nice. and I didn't know how I was going to like it. I didn't know if I was well, going to like it. And let me right. tell you the the first day we camped in Utah and I get up and we break camp and I get on the bike and put my helmet on. We're riding out of the campground and the spider runs across the inside <laughs> of my helmet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh no, oh no. And uh, so I'm sitting there and, um, and my helmet is off and I'm like, what if I hate this? I have committed to riding mm, right. my motorcycle to Alaska and camp and do all these things. And what if I just hate this? But by the time I was done with the trip and we're riding back into Denver, I'm like, oh. I want to keep going. Mm, like right. I want 
I want just want to keep going south, but how do I go keep, that way? Because I'm out of time and I'm out of keep money. Keep heading into the sunset. Yeah, so I, I actually, riding into Denver, I said five years. Five years from now, I go the other direction. And it was five years and two months later. I just worked like crazy and, you know, I... I, I didn't have internet at my house. And by and that I didn't time, eat out very often. Right. So I saved my money and... There you go. So yeah. that's what we were... We've had over the years a lot of long-distance travelers on mm-hmm. our show. Mm-hmm. And the feedback we get from our listeners is always, how do you afford it? How do you mm-hmm. afford yes. to take six months off to take a year off? And you've kind of just answered it. You lived at like a pauper for five years yeah. to make a six-month trip. Yeah. You know, I just, I said, well, I want to do this other thing. So, you know, I probably can't do these things. And that's temporary. You know, if I if I want to do those things when I come back, fine, I can do them again. But, right. So I, I just really doubled down and saved money as much as I could. I worked all the time, which is not hard to do when you work in the theater. So that, yeah. like that, that right. was really no problem. And, um... Uh, I just, you know, made making the commitment and telling people I was making the commitment was really it. It made me focus on doing that and achieve that goal. And I also, you know, I I, I worked really hard and thankfully was able to make myself indispensable at work for, you know, like they said, OK, we can bring someone in to cover you for this one season. And I said, I'll be back. Uh, like I will be back at the right. you know at the end of this, and I would like to have my job back. Although I understand that you know maybe that's not going to be a thing. So that was actually another thing that I had to do was say, okay, am I okay with leaving for an entire season and coming back and hoping that I'm going to have my job back, and maybe not. Right. Um, there, the sacrifices all around, and that's a common thing with right. the people we know who've done this. Mm. They made a lot of sacrifices. Mm. So where was trip number two? So now you're heading south. Yeah. Your bike's grown a little bit and grown another cylinder by now. Yeah. So it uh, <laughs> it grew a second cylinder and um, another 150 cc's of engine size. So that right. was pretty good. So now I'm on a 700 GS. How'd you like that? It was great. I loved that bike, actually. Um, it's it's not a favorite bike of a whole lot of people, but it was it was one that really spoke to me, and I set out and became determined to just ride the wheels off of it. So I put 50,000 miles on it in a little under two years, and I rode it to the end of South America and wow. back. And, uh, and wow. it was ten and a half months. And to uh, to further stretch the budget, how much rice and beans did you eat? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, actually, um, so I, uh, you know, I grew up in California. I love Mexican food. It's it's my heart food. In fact, we had some. Oh, and that corn quesadilla was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, but the you know one of the beauties for me is um, as I'm traveling is eating all of the. The food that is around me. And I definitely right. found that, man, if I ate street food, I was good. Everyone's eating street food and it is good food and like it's inexpensive and you can eat all of it and enjoy yourself. And that's what I did mm. all the way down to the end well, of South America and back. There's, there's nice. always value in when you are in Rome, Absolutely. one must live as the Romans do. Yeah. And it's part of the adventure of going to foreign places, just absorbing mm. the culture. Yeah. 
But I wanted to talk a little bit about this long distance thing. <clears throat> because it's not only physically tiring, mentally it can <laughs> be quite tiring. Because when it's just you and the bike... Yeah. You kind of get into your own head a little bit. That's a bit. lot of headspace. It's a lot of headspace. Mm. And it, I'm not saying it cripples me, but I find I get even more peculiar than I normally am when I'm on long distance trips. Yes. Because you've got all this headspace yeah. and yeah. you have a lot of time to think. Well, and that's part of uh, what, you know, sort of made me make that change when I came back. It seems really cliche to say that, you know, going on this great big long trip, you know, changed me. But it it did. There's no way of getting around that. It did. Um, it did change my priorities and my thinking and all of that sort of thing. And I had started working in the motorcycle industry alongside costuming while I was, right. you know, in, in between trips. And so when I came back, I'm like, I... I think I, I think I want to do some more in this because what I really love doing is actually working with new riders. That's that's one of my most favorite things, working with new riders. And I love learning about all the bikes and all the cool stuff. And I like being able to share all of that with other people. So, and I mean, you, so it's, it's almost it you're a, an ambassador for the sport now. Hmm. You're, you're bringing in all these little ducklings yeah. who need guidance. Yeah. And, and they get you. And it's so it's so great to see the look on someone's face when they come in thinking that something is scary or they can't do it and then all of a sudden they have that moment where they can do it and the the look on their face is mm. it's great i love that love that part of it perfect nice nice well, yes yes, nice. yes 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 well you and you just continue to climb like uh like Sean does, I see you at events, see you out there. Well, and, you know, a, a big part of that is um, the partnership that Sean and I developed in, um, you know, working with his role as BMW brand ambassador. And, you know, one of the first things that he had me do was write a script for him. Uh, it was about a, a bike that was coming out. And, you know, this was... This was three and a half or four years ago, and I will tell you guys, I only found out a few months ago that apparently when he asked me to write the script, I'm like, look, I need a deadline because I work on deadlines. That's that's how I, you know, will be able to accomplish this. So he gave me a deadline of, you know, like with lots of time left over so that when he got the script from me, he could totally redo Rewrite it. it. Yeah, because he's like, he's like, it's it's probably going to be crap and, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do anything with this. And then he got it and went, oh, wait, she can actually write this stuff. It's and, so wait. hard to get let go. You know, yeah. as, as I've built this business, it's always been just me. That's a guy thing. And, That's um, a guy thing, Sean. So, Said but, the high school dropout. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I just, I couldn't, uh, it was. It's. I, I was at my wit's end at work. I, I had so much work, and I needed help. And I and I asked a good friend of mine, "What do I do? Like, I, I can't just bring anybody in mm -hmm. because you have to have a lot of knowledge in this. And I don't have a lot of money. Like, I don't, how am I going to pay? He's like, "What you need is an artist. They don't know what they're worth." <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He didn't say that. Um, but he. But he did. You know, um, coax me along to giving somebody a go. And I go, well, there's this woman that I hang out with, and I've I've asked her advice on motorcycle stuff a lot because uh, Haley was getting into motorcycles, and I wanted, um, I wanted Haley to see from a woman's perspective, you know, some of the various things that I don't. I'm not good at doing. You know, mm -hmm. so so I started to tap Louise among others, and and uh, 
and asked her to help me out a little bit, thinking that it would, I'm going to ask, but it's going to, I'm going to have to redo it. I'm like, oh, lo and behold, she's like way better than me at this. Right. And you presented with something that, you know, Leno could say. Oh. Yes. You know? Yeah. So where, where might people find you? What, what events or things are you going to be at? Yeah. I mean, find you, you in the You flesh. travel a lot. Yeah. I, I ran into you the airport yeah. not too long ago. So we, we, uh, um, you know, the the last off-road, Louise and I both worked for an off-road school, mm-hmm. which will remain nameless. And I had a five-year non-compete when I left that school. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't allowed to teach, and uh, which was fine because I had other things to do anyway. And at the end of that five years, hey, uh, Louise and I went to a training that was mm-hmm. being conducted by somebody that has been doing it for a very long time. And I'm also not going to say who it was. And we did not go as instructors. We just went representing, representing the brand. Yeah, yeah. Just to be there talking about the bikes and the tech. And we watched this training and we just looked at each other at the end of it and said, that was terrible. Mm. Like this is dangerous. dangerously bad. Yeah. And, and I said, you know, my non-compete is up this month and I'm and the, I, the state of training is atrocious. That's not to say that everybody is, but this one who was very reputable and he'd been around a long time and it was terrible. And we went, we got to do something about this. So we de- dedicated ourselves to running riding clinics and we now travel around the country mm. um, running clinics for BMW dealers. So the dealer hires us and we spend a day or two or three running riding clinics and we we're on the road for seven months. Um, this oh, was year. this the RV. The yeah, RV, yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah, with a trailer full of yeah. motorcycles. Yeah, this is the other thing is that I just we just got sick to death of flying in and training mm-hmm. and staying at hotels and flying. Right. I was just silly, and and I, um, and my wife is so chill. She's like, "Hey, man, go out and do what you need to do. Just make sure your part of the bills are paid, and come home, you know, every few weeks and say <laughs> hi to us." You know, and I'm like, "Okay, are you sure you're cool with me? Like traveling around the country with another woman?" You know, she's like, "I don't give a shit. Louise is great." Like, she's fun. like, "It's just Louise, right?" Yeah, just, yeah exactly, and. Uh, and so uh, we just, we're hitting it hard. And then this role with Germany, with BMW mm-hmm. Worldwide came out. So now we're hitting it hard with that too. Mm-hmm. So we're, you know, I'm flying to Germany next and then flying straight to the Kansas to meet with Louise. We're going to run an event and then we go to South Dakota and then we fly back to Germany and then we go about to South Dakota, which is bounce, 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 bounce. Yeah. So we're, we're also found at, you know, rallies around. Right. We get to yeah. go and we get to go to some rallies and, you know, do some fun things as well. So those are sprinkled in there with the dealer events. Yeah. Any, any rallies so, you want to state? Well, we'll be at the BMW MOA rally, cool. which is in Springfield this year, Missouri, uh, Springfield, yeah. Missouri. Mm-hmm. And then we will be at the Revzilla Get On ADV uh, yeah. Fest no, in, Sturgis. in Sturgis. Yeah, yeah. Right. beautiful riding out there, uh-huh. like yeah, killer off-road yeah, riding. There's good stuff. I I I bought a KLR and sent it there just to live there to go oh, ride. So, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna swing back to Haley. <clears throat> you know, part of what we do here at the garage is we empower people and if i teach somebody how to do the simplest task on their bike like adjust the chain Mm. then they become the perfect instructor for somebody Mm. who's never adjusted their chain so as a newer street rider do you ever see yourself becoming an instructor like your father and louise this is something that i've actually thought about recently Mm. Um, because I never thought of myself as a very good teacher. It's just my way my way of putting words into sentences, my way of showing. If you just communicate things. through text. Yeah, I think <laughs> text is your, is your key here. No, um, you're a very, very good communicator. And 
I, I'm a huge advocate because you are a newer rider. There's real value in teaching people who have no experience mm. because it's so relatable and fresh. Mm. Well, um, just recently when I had been thinking about it and I had helped some of my friends out with something and I realized, you know, it actually feels really good to be able to walk away from something and be like, you know, I actually helped that person learn yeah. something. And so I, I think it's something that I might pursue in the future, but I don't know. I just have to see how it goes. I don't really know what's ahead of me. How about this? How about a nice goal of 2026 GS trophy competitor? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Mm. Could be. Could be. It could be. It could be. Well, Emma, Hello. We we have a we have a, a package we need to open. We do have a package. We received a package. Okay. Now awesome. um, from a listener. I don't know what's in it. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So you need to open the package and then give me the letter, I believe. It's just quit quit squeezing the Charmin. <laughs> no, um it reminds me of of a joke. Oh no. It's um Darth oh, Vader. No, oh, this no. is a great oh, joke. No. Um Darth Vader. Said to Luke Skywalker, he said, Luke, I know what you're getting for Christmas. And Luke said, how did you know that, Vader? He said, I felt your presence. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so. Okay, I laughed because I like dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, hand me oh the there's multiple. Uh, hand there's me the letter. multiple items. Hand me the letter. No, I don't know which is the letter. You just back <clears throat> off, Boogaloo. Oh, here we go. I found the letter. Yeah, okay. No, there's multiple. Uh, read letter first. Okay, I got the letter. Read read letter. Well, there's two. There's is it the one in the envelope, possibly? Oh, no, this is the letter. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there, here we go. Hand me the those one that back. Says, the, the one that says letter. letter in big black letters. Says it could be fun to read and open these on air, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we definitely need to do that. All right, Aaron, what have you gotten us into? All right, let's see. And then this is thick. Let's see. Oh, goodness. Uh, oh, shoot. Okay, hold on. Too. Uh, misfits, cheers, everyone. You guys all rock. Thanks for all you do. You're all amazing assets to the motorcycle community. Keep up the great work and ride hard. I have a couple things to share with you all. Sorry not everyone gets a named prize, but you all will have fun with these things, I assure. Liza, your gift I'm sure you'll have a blast with. Take a peek at these little jewels. I think I know it is. Louise, can you open this for me? Take a look at these uh, little jewels and decide if you want to share them with others or, or not. Um, I found these looking for pranks to play on some friends <laughs> and thought you might enjoy it. Uh, let's see. What is in the package? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I know what Avert your eyes, Haley. So, thank you, Aaron. They're um, so, they are little jewels. Yeah, they are willies to put on your valve stem. So these stem. are valve stem covers <laughs> in the shape of a dick and balls. So the funny thing is... <laughs> it's a willy. I bought a set of these, and yep. I put them on all of my own bikes that <laughs> I loaned out to people to ride. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, amazing. If if you don't want them, I'll I'll take them. Oh, you need, yeah, yeah. So thank you. I have them in multiple colors because I, yeah, I have the same sense. Oh, they come in other colors. All right. Um, let's see. There's one for bagel there. Yeah, bagel. Um, could I have your permission to open your package, please? Yes, dear. Uh, Of course. Okay. Bagel won't need too much explanation. Why this item immediately made me think you needed it. 
Enjoy oh and use it well. Um, bagel, I'm going to hold it up. to. It's beautifully wrapped. All right. Oh, it, it is and wrapped. It says bagel on it. No, it's 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 wrapped in masking tape. So, wow. Oh, what, oh, what is it? It's a lighter. No, what? No. Oh, oh, mm. oh this is fantastic. It is a big, but it is a big oh. of a dinosaur, a T Rex riding a Vespa. Oh, that is awesome! <laughs> across, <laughs> across the moonlight. Well, I love it. Bagel, tell you what, I will keep it safe for you. I think we can put it on display on one of these shelves. And it works, Bagel. All right. I will pick it up next time I'm done. All right. It's, and then, it's um, yours. And then it says, rest of you misfits, divvy up what is in the white envelopes. I trust you can do this fairly. I find these handy to keep at hand in my tank bags. Oh, let's see. What, 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 what do we got here? Thank you very much, Aaron. What, what is it? Okay, um, I'm going to get a teenager Wait. to read that one. <laughs> so this is a little note you put in someone's windshield. Oh, okay. My grandmother parks better than you, and she's <laughs> blind, armless, and dead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> brutal. oh, I get it. All right, brutal, John, what'd you brutal. get? What'd you get, John? Uh, mine says, uh, the, the way you pulled in makes me wish your dad pulled out. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, okay. So these are fun cards. These are great. Wow, this this really wow. sounds like the type of things <laughs> Haley could grow into doing, writing yeah. cards. <laughs> yeah, there's a card team. Yet another possible I, I am trying to find another one suitable for a teenager to read, but there are oh. none. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to check your steering wheel for shit because it looks like your car was parked by an asshole. <laughs> oh. Wow. Oh, Okay. Oh, yeah, I think we're going to have fun with these. No, the, these are great. Wow, thank you, Aaron. That was really awesome. Thanks, Aaron. Um, also, Recording stopped. Oh, oh sorry. Well, you hit a button. John. I hit a button. Sorry. You hit a button. Um, also, hey, um, another announcement. Just a reminder, we have T-shirts for sale. I don't know if you guys have seen the new design. It's got a really cool Evil mm. Knievel wheelie. Uh, nice. And it, yeah, doing a wheelie, motorcycles and misfits shirts. Uh, they're sure to get attention. You know, the best place to wear motorcycle shirts or any motorcycle gathering. Like, you have to wear a motorcycle shirt there. And right? I feel like you can wear a motorcycle shirt anywhere. Like, you, anywhere. I know, but, yeah. but you know, it's that special shirt when you're going to an event. Yeah. So, if actually, you would, the best place to wear a motorcycles and misfits shirt yeah. weddings, funerals. Bat mitzvahs. Ah, oh, shower. Yes, in the shower <laughs> while eating pizza. Coronations. Yeah, all the things. So if you like a shirt, you can go to motorcyclesandmisfits.com, hit on the shop, and you'll find it there. For your we next have, wedding suit. We have time to read a couple emails. Bagel, did you get the one I sent you? I did. All right, just get that ready. Uh, I'm going to start with mine because it is short. You guys remember last week we had somebody uh, email us and ask us if we could give them a, a nickname? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. Do you remember that nickname? Knock, knock, right? No. Okay, this will refresh your memory. He goes, hey, misfits, it's Narnar. Oh, close. <laughs> and I just wanted to <laughs> tell you some more juicy info about me. I'm 14 and from oh, no. Columbus, Missouri. I'm in love with supermotos, so I know I'll make Lucas proud. And my up-the-butt bike is a DRZ 450 supermoto. 
Okay. Now, for those in the room who don't know what an up-the-butt bike is. Do tell. Uh, up-the-butt bike is a bike that you look at and go, oh, I'd take it up the oh. butt for that. <laughs> and everybody has. Okay, all right. And, Sorry, and what was Narnar's? What was no uh, DRZ four fifty supermoto? Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, Emma, you have an email to read there? I do. This is from Joe Troy. Howdy, Hi, Joe. howdy, misfits. Joe from Georgia here. Previously out of the Midwest, I figured um, I'd get. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, where's the accent? <laughs> he's got an English accent. <laughs> I figure I'd get my money's worth out of this Patreon thing by sending you guys another email to read. To all the unfortunate listeners. Well, they're fortunate, darling. Anyway, I recently took a wonderful trip with a few motorcycle buddies up the tail of the dragon in Robbinsville, Tennessee. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Let me tell you, if you have never been, it is the most amazing road I've ever been on. And I've ridden at least three or four roads. <laughs> anyway, I took a sweet picture up there and presented the podcast uh, and represented the podcast on the East Coast. Nice. And he's got, in brackets, listeners, imagine a very attractive young man wearing motorcycle regalia. He has on a misfit shirt, and behind him lay the gorgeous geological formations called mountains. Well, you know, um, Joe, we're very, very fortunate because um, describing yourself as a very attractive young man, um, sitting next to me is a young female teenager who I feel will be the arbiter of that. <laughs> Don't show me the picture. Oh, <laughs> what do you think? I don't you, feel like answering this question. There you go. Here you go. Good answer. Joe, <laughs> I, I, I can't answer your question, Joe. No, actually, Joe is a very nice-looking fellow. Look how, look how happy he looks. Is he a weirdy with a beardy? <laughs> <laughs> no, he is... Can, is, do you think he's got a beard, or is that the shadow of his chin? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure but either. I can't but get past how good he looks in that motorcycles and misfits t-shirt. Oh, it's fantastic. fantastic. Thanks for sporting and, it. And you know, he's got a lovely smile. Yeah. Anyway, question time now. I'm cur I'm getting to the point in my life where one my motorcycle isn't enough. Oh, you got there quickly yeah. enough. Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> I have no wife to tell me no. So my bank account is currently quivering. Um, already got the Holy Grail bike trail for me. So he's got a 19 um, Yamaha MT-09, which is a great nice. bike. Yeah. And live about an hour from the mountain twisties and dirt roads. I have several friends getting into the mini-moto racing. My question is to the misfits, is what bike could I buy to complement my MT? I am swinging towards a Grom, a sweet 150cc scooter, and he's loving kisses to you, Bagel. No, don't get a scooter, darling. They're death traps. Oh. Or something to <laughs> dual sport to wheelie and subsequently crash in the dirt. I wouldn't know anyone on the podcast who hasn't done that last one, though. I'm trying to keep it under 5K and keeping an open mind, so send your suggestions my way. 5 5K is a decent enough budget. Yeah. What, what do the three tens go oh, for? Yeah. Uh, they're about five grand. There you right, go. Right in that range. Get a yeah. 310. They're great. Five to six, yeah. Anyway, Misfits, keep the rubber side down, and thank you for continuing your amazing podcast with love, Joe. P.S. When is Emma's burlesque show coming to Atlanta? Um, if I brought my burlesque show to Atlanta, you would have to pay the bail money, Joe. <laughs> uh, we recently had uh, an event in the parking lot that also had a burlesque show at night. Yeah, it was perfect. In the parking lot, and Emma was the MC. 
I uh, was indeed the MC. I need to attend the next one. <laughs> yes, you do. That's good stuff. Well, oh, you don't even know. You know, you <laughs> guys might want to steal this one. So we hosted the Numb Nuts Challenge, and the Numb Nuts Challenge was $1,000 cash prize to whoever could sit on their bike the longest. Oh. And we had a whole bunch of us holed up in the parking lot, and you had to sleep on the bike, eat on the bike. Middle wow. of winter. So let me ask, let me ask you, Sean, in a parking lot with you know you can you can load up on the bike things you will need, but nothing more than what you could fit on for a normal trip, sure. right? So you can't put a piece of plywood on yeah. there, right? How long do you think you could sit on a static bike? You Ooh. can get off to take bathroom breaks every two hours. Oh, wow. So how long do you think you could last? I, I don't think it'd be long. I'm pretty delicate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's not kidding. A, a delicate flower. <laughs> a delicate flower. Well, you're the long distance one, Louise. How yeah, long do you how long think can you, you could last? I don't know. You remember Let's it's see. stationary, though. It's, so it's stationary. Mm-hmm. But like I I can sort of move around. Oh, yeah. 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 I feel like I could do that for... For quite a while. What's well, quite a while? No, like say twenty four hours. I, yeah, I think I could do. I think I could do twenty four hours. You're up yeah, for yeah. the next. I would one, hate then? it though. I oh, would. No. I would mm-hmm. actually. I like no. Like mentally, yeah. I wouldn't be able to get to I, that. I point. thought I could do thirty six. Yeah. How'd but, you do? Well, but there were challenges, <laughs> well, and I she was forgot I was in one of the challenges, and I stopped doing what we were doing in the challenge because I was setting up the light for the burlesque show from, <laughs> <laughs> from my bike. Yeah. I know. Oh, that. <laughs> um, but no, it, it, well, it, yeah, it didn't fare well. Um, one of the people had the bright idea to strap himself onto the bike. And, oh, was that strap on? Uh, no, yes. no. Oh, different person. <laughs> but he, he's like, I'm going to lay down on my bike and just ratchet myself on so I don't fall mm. off. But he ended up rolling over and just pulling the bike over with oh. him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. shenanigans. And everyone else was miserable. But yeah. it was a fun event. No and it, it just... I think I think this is a fun thing to do. Like, how long can people sit in a parking lot on a bike? And it was the middle of winter, and and, and so we set up a burlesque show for them to watch. Oh. <laughs> Fantastic! That's nice. Yeah. Entertainment is good. It, yeah, it takes your, well, eyes, it your was, mind off. But of, it, oh. it, you know, two o'clock in the morning. It's mm. it's very cold and very lonely and. We got so off track. Did we answer his question? What kind of bike? So a three ten would be a three ten. Buy a three ten. They're great. They are a lot of fun. Yeah, Haley, but you love the Grom too, didn't you? I love the Grom, but I also love the three ten. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm buying a Benelli one thirty five with big blocks on it, Yum. just for doing stupid stuff. So. Actually, Sean, you'll know because I couldn't remember. Are the three tens made in India or Indonesia? They're made in India. <clears throat> they are made in India. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but the. Every time one appears in my shop, I'm always very tickled about how well they're made. That was my first impression of them. I w- wrote it back before it was released, and, and it's just a very robust motorcycle. Oh, That's yeah. The thing I don't like about most small bore bikes is they're very spindly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't, they don't feel like they can hold together, and that thing is burly. No, I... It's still I light, had, but it's early. I had a little GS in a couple of weeks ago, and the guy just loaded it up with all kinds of accessories, nice. electrical yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, this is really well made. Yeah, Emma, it's good stuff. Emma, sorry. We're almost out of time. Oh. John, you got an email to read? I do. Um, this is from John Webb. Yes. And hey, this. Johnny! <laughs> <laughs> this is in reply to the motorcycle company naming challenge from yes. last week's episode. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, we asked people if you come up with a name and a model, what would it be? That I won. Mm. Yeah, so well, I'm not quite sure yet about the name of my company, but I do have my first prototype. Mm. This model will be a dual sport bike, very similar to a KLR, mm. aimed at the older demographic. It's 
most prominent feature will be a solid wood extended loop <laughs> behind the seat. <laughs> this will be used as a payload support and will extend at least 18 inches beyond the rear tire. We'll measure two inches thick and six inches wide with the end being rounded. This is my, this is the Pops Sickle. It has a link. Of course, we can't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, J-Web. You know, the link, I clicked on it. Yep. It was the music goes. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have time for. Stick for your bike. I think we have time for one more. Bagel, you got a great one there. Bagel. I do. I have an email from Mike Williams. And he writes, greetings to Bagel. A few months ago, I wrote to you asking for some advice for my wife, who was interested in becoming a scooterist. You suggested getting a 125cc bike to learn on and offered several options to consider. Based on your advice, she purchased a Lance Cali Classic 125 because of its Vespa-like look. Nice. Uh, afterwards, she took the MSF class at a local Harley dealership on a Street 750. She enjoyed the class, but said it definitely confirmed her confirmed for her that she prefers scooters. Last week, after she took her certificate in and got her license, or last week she took her certificate in and got her license. As soon as she became an official rider, she went on a quick ride to celebrate. Thanks for your advice and encouragement. We are looking forward to all the places we are going to be able to explore together this summer. Oh, that's Happy riding, right. Mike. And P.S. Thanks to Liza and Knock for de- designing and sending out the T-shirts. Wearing mine here in Missouri with pride. Look, yes. look how happy they, they are. are. I know, right? That's what a, cool. what a lovely couple. Mm. Well, Yay. we need to wrap up, but before we do, we got a couple more announcements. John. Yes. You got an announcement? Yeah, a couple announcements. Um, so we just posted the video for the One Moto Show. So go check that out on YouTube. The number two, part yeah, number two, two part two. And uh, I, I'm just finishing up the video from the Quail, so that should be out uh, mid midweek at the latest. Mm-hmm. So it's ready to go. Um, and uh, follow our social media. Hey, you know Instagram, uh, Facebook are there our main channels. And jump on those and follow us and like and share and tell all your friends and let's build this community. And also, you have one more wait week here until you head off on your adventure. I am. One week to go. So, head to the Pakistan in a week. Awesome. And, oh, that uh, is awesome. So, looking forward to uh, to getting on the road. It's, it's I'm in the middle of that, like, I'm starting to focus now. Like, okay, I got to go <laughs> now. I got to do this. I'm already charging everything up. And so, I'm sort of in that mode now. So, it's good. I'm, I'm excited. So excited it's here now. Nice. Get all the things together. Yeah. Well, and also, big thanks uh, to Zach for joining us yes it's like you know getting the band back together love to be back again yeah i know um well zach we're, we're gonna wrap up you're gonna help me out with this um okay. and also hey big thanks to sean haley and yeah, louise for guys. coming by sharing your story and um yeah success uh, i hope you guys have a lot of success with the podcast there's always room for more Right? Yeah. They're all, there's always room for more. <laughs> it, won't, it won't be better than this, I promise. It will not. Oh, but you this guys is, have some such a good time. ins yeah. to some great stories. Mm-hmm. I know you do. Mm-hmm. We'll give it a go. Yeah, yeah. You we'll know how to proud. find them. Um, and also, big thanks to not just our listeners, but uh, but you know to our Patreon supporters for allowing us to be able to give away money and, and do cool, fun stuff. Uh, so much more events coming on. You're going to Pakistan. I'm going to be going to Americade soon. And don't forget, K 
Kat and Emma's Alpine Adventure. Kat, oh, that's yeah. Right. She's leading a group oh, yeah. in the Dolomites. Awesome. Yeah, On BMWs, yes, of course. Oh, it is fantastic. Um, so yeah, big thanks to everyone. Zach, can you tell people how they can find us? Uh, do you want me to do the old style, or do you want? Oh, to mo- yes. do, you, do you want to modify it? Modify it. Uh, to what? Whatever you want. Whatever I want. I'll do the old style. Okay, then. do old style. All right. You can find us online at MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com, on Facebook at Recycle Santa Cruz. Send us an email at RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com, and you can call and leave us a voicemail at... That number's gone. The number that's gone. <laughs> oh, so, five, five, one, two, three, which four. Is, which, which is fine, because I honestly never memorized the number, so I do not know what it was. <laughs> I know. No, eight, three, one, two, nine, one, five, one, one, two, other, something like that. Yes, call, one, one, two, call yeah. me on the Monte Carlo number, darling. It's uh, one, yeah. two, three, well, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And Zach, hopefully you'll come back in December for our, wait for it, you guys, wait for this. 500th episode party. Oh, yeah. Can you believe that? That's a plan. That's a plan. Yeah, December 3rd. And hey, you guys have an invite to come out there, too. Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be up at Moto Talbot Museum in Carmel Valley. I sold that guy bike a long time ago. Yeah. Talbot, yeah. Yeah, Rob's really cool. We love him. So I think we're ready to get out of here. Um, Thank you guys for sharing your stories. Yeah. All right. Thanks for having us. All right. Thanks, everyone. This is Liza. I am Zach. I'm Louise. Stumpy John. Emma Darling. Haley Thomas. Sean Thomas. Bagel. And we are out of here. (laughs) Oh, cool. Ooh, did anybody see the video of the cops tasering a, a motorcyclist on the ground at the gas station and then the guy caught on fire? Oh, ran what? Off. What? I'll see what? if I can find it. Oh. <laughs> they got four guys running off what, on like, fire. Ghost rider? And the cop's body cam is going to his trunk and grabs a fire extinguisher. <laughs>